1: On your radio and in the game, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: 8th of August, 2022. Thanks for being with us on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and SuperTalk TV. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad back with you and at it again on this Monday afternoon in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. You can visit them online at Dancing Rabbit Golf. Book your tee time or schedule your trip there. And check out online, PearlRiverResort.com. Brian Haydad in a new studio. He's got uh, a new setup, a palatial-looking studio there. Plenty of room to So much more room for activities. Yeah?
3: Borky and I are going to do karate later. Karate? Yeah. Borky, uh, uh, on the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Ready? Don't think about it. Just say it. One, two, three. Three Velociraptor.
2: (laughs) There you go, boys. And we get all good housekeeping because they think they got another cultural reference by Richard (laughs) right out of the gate (laughs) on a Monday. (laughs) Uh, You didn't catch another one
4: (laughs) there. Michael Uh, Borky got the uh, got the hair trimmed over the weekend. More like I sat down. She said, "What do you want?" Uh, it, and I'm fine with it. It's fine. I, I need to look more like an adult, I suppose. But she, I sat down. She said, "What do you want with it?" I said, "Just trim, I guess." And she just took a buzzer and went vroom, 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 while FaceTiming her boyfriend, her love Ooh. interest, or yeah, there was. Wow, uncomfortable. It, 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 there was one uh, one particular line that made me a little uncomfortable. So. <laughs> So she answered the FaceTime but left the phone on the counter, and and she had uh, earpods in while she was basically just buzzing the crap out of my hair. And they were talking, and I wasn't really listening because I don't want to listen to somebody else's conversation. So they were talking, and at one point she said, I'm not going to drive all the way out there for that. You're going to have to take me to dinner, too. Hey! Hey!
5: (laughs) <laughs> I was like, whoa! And but, whoa. like, I kind of perked up. I was like, wait a minute.
4: What is going on here? And uh, we we didn't speak. It was actually... Her and I didn't speak. It was actually kind of a pleasant experience because she was... Uh, what do you call... Uh, not, not sexting because they were actually communicating, but she was... They uh, were dirty talking. They were dirty talking while she was cutting my hair. So, what kind of a place do you go... <laughs> To uh, to receive your hair trims, I don't want this individual to get in trouble. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you
2: like. Is this like a um, like a, a chain haircut? It place is a or chain,
4: a, a a corporate chain that has multiple locations in the area. Please don't okay. fire her. She was she seemed nice. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I just, what does what your haircut cost? It was okay. Inflation has hit the haircut industry too. It was twenty two dollars. I think, for a, I think for a done. $22 haircut, it is reasonable for you
2: to expect a higher level of service than the person who is cutting your hair. I agree with that. I to agree have with that. ear pods in and be engaging in a FaceTime call for the like 15 minutes that you're in the chair.
4: That's not too much to ask. It didn't even take 15 minutes, which is why I'm mind blown by the 22 dollars thing. I mean, I figured it was going to be pre-inflation haircut rates where it was like 12 bucks. Like that's mm. that. I mean, I could have done it myself, knowing what I know now about the effort that you was had to put into me. it. Yeah, but I mean, when when I when I was rung up for 22, I was mind blown. Like, are we really spending? over twenty dollars on here's a four guard and i'm just gonna run it up and down your head a few times is that really what we're paying 22 dollars for like money' what is the value of money anymore
3: mine's 30 but they do a beard trim too so it costs extra
4: so
2: i think mine is 20 but yeah, it's,
3: it's 20 for the hair and 10 for the beard for me
2: well, I don't get a beard trim, but I... Yeah, i do that myself. Um, I guess I pay her 30 i have told her for a long time that she should actually go up on her rates, and, and I don't know if she has or did or somewhere, but anyway. But I do Venmo for
4: haircuts, too, which is also awesome. Yeah, I did paid the old-fashioned way with a debit card.
3: My guy doesn't even have that. He's just cash. They have an cash. ATM in there if you want to use that, cash which is you know, another five dollar fee. I'm like, nah, I'll just I'll just stop at the ATM. Yeah, that's a here.
4: How do you get in the ATM, like gas station or stadium or bar ATM business? That's the business. Oh, that's a fantastic. Is. I have a
2: story. Is that is. I have a story for you from the ATMs in and around the ballpark in Omaha. So. When we, the, the second go around, the second time that I was there this year, because I went for an early game and came back and then went back for the championship series, Jane and the kids were coming for Sunday. And so I had to buy them tickets. Well, I needed cash to do, to deal with the ticket broker. So... Normally, you go to an ATM and there's a limit on how much you can draw out in a day, but that's a limit that you set with your bank usually, right? And usually you're like maxed out on being able to draw out $200 in a transaction at an ATM, and then there's like a daily limit to how much you can. I needed to right. get, I had some cash in my pocket, whatever we negotiated on the tickets. I needed $300 out of the ATM to be able to buy whatever, I guess it was four tickets so we agreed on a price I was like I got to get more cash I went to the ATM and I tried to draw out two or three hundred dollars whatever it was and it capped you at a hundred dollars there was a seven dollar transaction fee and you were maxed at being able to draw a hundred so if you needed two hundred dollars you had to do two transactions at seven bucks a pop on the ATM Ooh. And they were all owned by the same company, and so they were, like, networked together. It's not like you could go to an ATM a block away, and it was only $4. <laughs> or, you know, you could get out $200 out of that one. It was, it was a racket. But I it say, would have been nice to have been the owner be ATM. Yeah, so
3: you're making great money. Oh, if, yeah. if you're the guy who, who owns them, that's a good investment.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah how do enough. we get in on that? I, I, I would love to have a couple of those. Put her out. I mean, and the, the best is they get you, right? We are at a baseball game. You got no other choice. Or they mm-hmm. have them yeah. outside they of a bar that charges ridiculous yeah. cover charges on or something like exactly. that. Exactly. And have you seen the reverse ATMs? Like,
2: you go into a stadium mm-hmm. where they will only do card transactions, like no cash, and you can go and feed money into the ATM. Cash,
6: and,
7: and then your transfer
2: card? it onto your card so that you can then go and make a card purchase. But you get popped with a fee on that too. Just
3: people got to be prepared for what they're doing out there. Yeah, you just got to know your situation. Hey, there's
4: vultures everywhere. Is <laughs> what, when what I what first we went learned. to this
3: barber shop that I'm talking about. I called ahead of time. I was like, "You guys take debit cards? No, but we have an ATM." I was like, "I'll stop at the bank on the way there. No problem." Yeah,
2: I've got a buddy that's in the kind of in the ATM business, and he's. Pro- I don't know how many of them he's got. I don't know if he's got fifty or a hundred or how many of them, and it's kind of like all over North Mississippi, and that is his job, right? He he goes from and, and listens to the show while he's doing it on a, on a oh, regular basis. Sorry. Smart uh, well, man. Well, hopefully we keep him company while he's doing it, but he will go. I mean, you know, he's got a, a route that he takes, and he hits each ATM a couple of times a week, and he has to load it with cash and, you know, take out. You know, it, it's it's a pretty sophisticated operation. But uh, yeah. there we go. Somebody says, uh, wait, is this another joke about Richard having a friend? Oh, oh no! I saw. I just saw something. I saw Richard and friend, and I thought somebody was making fun of me for having a friend. Uh, really excited bill.
4: when you saw that, huh? Yeah. Um, nice shirt, by the way. Yeah, you too, bud. It's you a, too. It's a good <laughs> shirt. It's a very good, comfortable, genteel shirt that we happen to be wearing the exact same of. If you would like to be a part of the conversation this
2: hour, we hope you will join us on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Seaspire business backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do. That's right here in C Spire Country. Check availability now at cSpire.com/slash business. Uh, because we are coming off the weekend, we've got some catching up to do on 100 teams in 100 days. We will get to three teams, I think, this afternoon. And these are getting fun, right? These are the teams that you're really interested in now from from bigger conferences. We're getting into some SEC teams. Arkansas is on the list today, and we'll get to them coming up. Uh, because it is a Monday to start the 4 o'clock hour, we will have winners and losers coming up. We've got the college football fix you're going to hear from both Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach, whose teams are both uh, Ole Miss's, what, they practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I think took Sunday off, and they were back at it today, and uh, Mississippi State gets started on Friday. I don't know exactly what their schedule's been. I'm assuming they went Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
3: Yeah, they're right. going right now. So, okay. Yeah.
2: So we will uh, hear from both head coaches. And both head coaches are kind of in that mode where they're not just, like, super fired up about answering questions. They're in the grind of camp and don't really want to talk to uh, people that have questions. But we'll play for you what they've said. Sports Talk Mississippi.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Richland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Cross Crossgates, just call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Hey, we're looking good so far this afternoon. Just some after-school traffic, usual delays in those areas. Keep your speeds down as you pass through school zones. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217.
1: Madison Sellers proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Sellers Premium Wine and Spirits, Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside,
8: and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com.
1: Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi.
10: Can you feel it?
1: Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: days of camp in the books, in Oxford, in Starkville, in Hattiesburg, all over the country. A couple of teams, have, or a few teams that are, are playing week zero games have got a couple of weeks in the books at this point. Vanderbilt started practice almost two weeks ago as they get ready for that uh, week zero game against Hawaii in uh,
4: in Honolulu. Yeah, Mike Norvell accidentally told the truth and told on himself with a quote Mm -hmm. over the weekend. Mike Norvell, head coach at Florida State. Uh, Florida State plays a Week 0 game. Against uh, the Duquesne Dukes. Which happens, as you guys know, in August, because Week 0 is on August 27th. Mike Norvell Mm -hmm. said uh, that he liked what he saw. They had a scrimmage on Saturday. uh, But he said they have a long way to go before they're ready to play a real game next month. (laughs) <laughs> Oops! You told the truth, I mean, but Coach. Not wrong. coach you, you play on the twenty seventh. Yeah, I got no issue with that. Candidate. Oh, there's no. It 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 cracks me up. He
3: <laughs> no no odds, no chance that Florida State would lose to an FCS
2: team.
4: Go! On. Yeah, I mean, why would <laughs> that they that ever? That couldn't possibly happen. Yeah, they can look right over an FCS team. Why
2: not? Mm. E- I, uh, yeah. Well, it's a good thing it's Duquesne and not Jacksonville State. And that's not an old misreference. Yeah. That's Florida State lost to Jacksonville State. They lost to last year? Yes, yeah. last year. It, it, it actually happened.
4: Um, all right, so what do we know so far?
2: Right? What do, we, what do we know so far after a few days of camp in Oxford? They got started on Wednesday of last week, so a couple of days ahead of Mississippi State. What do we know so far in Starkville after. A weekend's worth of practices. And, you yeah, know, there's limited opportunity to see what's happening on the field. Mississippi State is probably today or maybe yesterday making the transition from shells to shoulder pads. Ole Miss, I did not go this morning, but I think had its full first full pad practice today. And and so, again, you know, just a couple of days ahead in the process of, of what Mississippi State. So let's start with the, the Bulldogs, I know. Do we know anything so far? We learned anything? We know nothing. Now we.
3: Let's see here. We know that a couple of receivers that have made a, a quick impression uh, are then their opposite ends of the experience spectrum. You've got Caleb Ducky, a guy who signed with Moorhead. He was in, a, in one of Moorhead's classes, but uh, has really not done much in his time here in Starkville. But he has looked really sharp. He's going to get the first crack at Mekhi Polk's old position. Okay. He's going to be in the in, the, in that uh, I think that's the Z position. If I'm correct. So he's looked really good. And then on the other side of that, a true freshman, Xavier uh, Thomas, who's a speedster, who's a guy that provides a little that deep over the top speed that you don't really hit, that state didn't really have last year. You now Tulu Griffin was probably that guy, but I, I think you you have a statement about Tulu Griffin.
11: Give
3: him the ball him. more. There you go. So, is so he gonna have a big year between? I don't and... know.
2: Are they gonna play him?
3: Are they gonna give him the ball? He's, yeah, you know, I think he's gonna start, and they'll, they'll design some stuff for him, hopefully. So, those are the two receivers, you know. And uh, you know, you might get tired of hearing about receivers, but in this offense, that's what makes things go. So, always newsworthy. And then at left tackle, I, I think right now, you know, three practices in. That position is going to Dollar Bill, to Quatrevius Johnson. You know, I, I know we talked a lot in the off season about Percy Lewis, the JUCO guy, but maybe a lesson we should have learned from from Tyree Phillips and Martinez Rankin, who both ended up being good offensive linemen for State and going to the NFL. But that JUCO year, sometimes you need that year of transition. Uh, it looks like Quatrevius Johnson, who people forget about him. You know, when State signed him, he was a, a very highly rated prospect, one of the first time that Hevesy signed a four-star offensive lineman from the state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a lot of, hey, that's our tackle of the future kind of talk. And it took a while to get there, but now I think it's here. And he's, you know, we get to use some cliches here, Richard. Transformed his body. You know, oh, you hear that that's sometimes good. in the offseason. That's a good one. But, you know, but he's, 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 he's got a good handle on that position right now. And right now I think if the season, if the game was Saturday, that, that Quetravious Johnson would be your starting left tackle for Mississippi State. Okay
2: uh borky you you've not been in person yet uh but i know you've been following reports yeah you think there's anything that that we've learned that we know
4: about old miss so far and from talking to people as well a couple of things the first thing is uh, in, in the void of information people fill it with nonsense (laughs) <laughs> I, I, somebody sent me a screenshot of of a report. I don't know what site it came from. I have a guess, but I don't know what site it came from that talked about how there is a dark horse in the quarterback battle that was not either Luke Altmyer or Jackson Dart. If you're at the practices watching, and you see who is taking reps with the ones, and you still say that there's a third horse in this race, you're looking for something that's not there. People are filling this, this void of information with stuff like I'm trying to read into too much about what Michael Triggs said about Jackson Dart, who's his friend and roommate. It's it's ridiculous. They don't know who the quarterback is yet. They don't need to know who that is yet. People need to just be patient with it. There's, there has been no signs. There's been no indicator. You can guess, but people are reading too much into things or just kind of manufacturing stuff, and it's a little crazy. And you can tell, we'll play it for you later, uh, Lane Kiffin's already fed up with it and it's August 8th.
2: Yeah. And and you will hear that coming up. You know, there is um there are there are a couple of names based on what we've seen at practice so far and also what teammates are saying about other players. And there's one in particular on the defensive side of the ball. A freshman from New Jersey, Davison Igmanosan, has by all accounts blown people away as a a defensive back. Now, Is he going to play corner? Are they going to line him up at safety? Is he going to be in a nickel or dime package? I I don't know what that's going to look like. And there's a long way to go between now and the opening day of the regular season, what, 26 days left and, until we get to that September 3rd opening kickoff, and then a month until you get to, to a game that feels like you're really, really getting tested. you obviously got to play. you got to win those first four games. I understand that. But that first SEC game against Kentucky on October 1st, that, that's when it gets real. But by all accounts, Sigmund Nosen has been really good so far. And we didn't know that a week ago. No. Right. No nobody was talking about Davison Igvanosin, the freshman from Union, New Jersey and Union High School a week ago. Then you get guys on the field. And you start seeing them work against their teammates and how they're being used by the coaching staff, and you're like, Oh, okay.
4: That that looks a little bit different. And that's a Chris Partridge get from up in that region of the country. I mean that that's where uh his recruiting bread is buttered, if you will. And you, the, the way you talked about that defensively, things that we have learned is that it, the the back half of last season, most of last season, really, they were uh, relatively stable in terms of the looks they gave opponents. It was mm-hmm. that 3-2-6 look. They, they rarely got out of it. And, and there wasn't much nuance in their system. I think, based on the way it sounds from people that I've talked to that have been there and then reading about people that have been there. Defensively, it's not going to look like that this season. They've got options, and they're going to give different looks based on uh, who they're playing and things like that. You're going to see some four-down defensive linemen fronts. You're going to see sets where there's one true linebacker on the field. They're going to use guys like the Auburn transfer, Tennyson, and – although he's a safety and there's an S next to his name, he'll line up in spots like where linebackers typically do. And they're going to be really flexible because they can. That back six, if you want to call it that, is so deep. And there's a couple of guys on it that are like close to the line of scrimmage, strong safety type run stoppers. Otis Reese is another one where you'll get looks, multiple different looks from that defense that we already know they're doing and experimenting with. And that's not what they did last year. It's going to look different just from a personnel and alignment perspective, and we know that now. They're already working on it now.
2: Yeah. You know, the the other. there's another name at a position that doesn't necessarily like blow you off the page, but is really, really, really important. That's that offensive line group. I mean, with Ole Miss, you know that Caleb Warren's going to be in the middle of that offensive line, and you know Nick is going to play guard, and uh, you, you know that Eli Acker is going to get time and you know Mason Brooks the transfer from Western Kentucky uh, Kentucky's likely to be a starter and you know Jeremy James is going to be on the offensive line right Th- Those are the names you know and then there's the red shirt freshman Jaden Williams from Conway Arkansas who has had a really good early camp and it feels like he's going to be in the mix on the offensive line. I keep waiting to see if if Cedric Melton who is is just a sophomore, has had a couple of springs, if he's going to play himself into the rotation uh, at all on the offensive line. Ole Miss doesn't do just like a ton of rotating when they're healthy, but I think they believe they've got a little more depth up front, and we've talked about the fact that they seem to think that the offensive line in the running game is going to be a strength, so we'll see. Just a couple of things that maybe we know after just a few days of camp. More with you coming up after this Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at SuperTalk.fm and SuperTalk TV in the Pearl River Resort Studios.
8: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 73. Your Tuesday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny conditions, high near 90 degrees. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely partly sunny, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
1: Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
12: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both
13: locations. That's Basils.
8: At Community Bank, we believe our success lies in our continued commitment to community and upholding the same small town values that we were founded upon. We are relationship bankers. Whether you're trying to grow your business, grow your savings for your future, or building your dream home for your family, we are committed to helping you achieve your goals. Community Bank, a bank that knows community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I'm Caleb Saylors, and you're listening to Super Talk
15: Mississippi News. On Sunday afternoon, the Senate passed the Inflation Reduction Act across party lines, with Vice President Kamala Harris breaking the 50-50 tie to give her party the victory. And now the bill heads to the House of Representatives. Grenell Scott has the details.
9: New York Democratic Congressman Gregory Meeks says his caucus is
10: ready to move on it. We can now reduce drug prices. It helps in fighting climate change, uh, and, and we will be moving forward.
9: House Republicans, like their Senate counterparts, are united against the bill, calling it, among other things, a job killer. A House vote is expected at the end of the week.
15: Mississippi Senator Roger Wicker says the new tax and spend legislation all but guarantees will sink further into a recession. Senator Wicker cited a $313 billion tax on job creators and manufacturers who are already struggling to survive inflation.
1: Go with the home team. Get the news that matters to Mississippi on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Each weekday starting at 10 a.m., Gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful reporting on the issues you care about. Listen on your local Super Talk station or anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi and watch the show live on C Spire Channel 70, Super Talk TV, and on the Super Talk Mississippi app.
18: I listen to that work.
1: That work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo?
15: Yes, sir.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi, C-SPIRE text line, 601-879-4395. I know it's not Food Friday, presented by Polks, but nothing like grilled wings on a Monday while listening to the boys on Sports Talk. Y'all are awesome. Hotty toddy, Evan. You are living right, Evan. Wings on the grill on Monday afternoon at 3.30? I hear you, my man. I hear you. How was the cooking this weekend, hey, Dad? It was good. It was good. Ribs yeah. were good. Ribs yeah. turned out great.
4: Michael yeah. Borke, the blueberry cobbler. Please tell me you did it. Oh, I forgot um, about the blueberry cobbler. I should have taken pictures. I should yeah, have. You should have. And, uh, yeah, and you I should have. have. Is I, it good? Uh, oh, of course. I mean, it's really hard to screw up certain things like that. It was like five ingredients and just you know do them in a very specific order, and it, mm-hmm. it's good. You know, it's really hard to screw something like that up. I did see. Speaking of ribs, I saw something on YouTube. Where, um, basically, the guy made the McRib, but with smoke ribs that he made, and put them yeah. on the sandwich, and just pulled the bones out each and ate it Pull that way. Right Never had ribs like that. I need to. Looked awesome. Did he uh, cook them a little further down the road the stupid than you normally would? No, you got to have the onions. No, not on the McRib. Ugh. No, I like onions though. I like
2: onions too, but I don't oh. like diced. Don't onions like pickles on a
4: either. I could I could do just hand grab an onion and take a bite out of it. Red onion I could. Well, really?
3: You know we can just add that to our Palmer home to do list for next year. Borky yeah, eat a whole onion. Yeah, but that onion. wouldn't even be
4: like a challenge. You'd be like, all right, sure.
3: That's weird. I just want to watch. To be totally honest, I don't
4: do it. I'm saying I could. Like it's not something that I do regularly, but I I could and enjoy it. So so you're not
2: like, hey honey, we out of apples? No, I gotta right. grab some at the grocery store. <laughs> hey, we Borky got an onion in there. is eating an oh, apple. apple.
3: And I found a potato.
4: I do love the little guy walks around with uh, half a lemon and just will, will carry it and, and take little uh, uh, little bites out of lemons. Just, out of a lemon? Yeah. It's awesome. He asked for it.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. It's
4: hilarious.
3: Never have scurvy.
2: Oh, he's like that too. He loves to, he'll just eat on the lemon. I mean, he won't take a bite of the peeling, but like if it's cut open, he'll absolutely eat on a lemon. Uh, another one on the C Spire uh, text line: People are sleeping on the MSU defense from the early camp uh, camp depth chart. I count six former four stars on the defensive line to go with proven linebacker unit. There are seven former four stars at defensive back, counting the transfers. A lot of talent and experienced depth on this defense. Talking about Mississippi State.
3: I absolutely agree with that. Uh, the, the, and, you know, Michael Borky talked about it. Did you say that maybe at media days or, or more, recent, more recently than that that, that that you thought that this defense was getting slept on? There's a lot of talent. State has – it's hard to believe, but from a, just from, because of the portal, Mississippi State has more four-stars on its roster than it, – four or five-stars. I don't think it has any five-stars, I don't think about it. But regardless, it has more talent on its roster than it's ever had. I think I think State, of its 85 players, 20 of them were four-stars. That's a great number for Mississippi State. You know, it's not blue chip index, but for State, that's a great number. So, uh, yeah, this defense is definitely something to uh, to keep an eye on. And if you want to learn more about this defense, I'll, I'll go ahead and give you a little tease. Tune in to Thunder and Lightning Wednesday here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'll be talking to Coach Zach Arnett about his defense.
2: Is he already so angry that he has to talk to you? I,
3: I can't wait to, to talk to him. I've been in a pretty good mood the past few weeks. I need him to bring me down a couple pegs. Mm. Yeah, Is that tell how you're me how, open the how interview? I, I was, yeah it's like coach I, I just need to be brought down back back to earth can you help me out here can, can, and i'm sure you he can tell do. me
2: coach how terrible i am yes please <laughs> yeah ground me a little bit will that break the ice with him and get him going a little bit or be like yeah you're you're never as good as you think you are what's your next question yeah i i think he might go with it so okay. we'll see we'll see what happens uh yeah uh, there was another one. Oh, no, I think that's it for right now. C Spire text line open at six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. So, so we talked about a couple of either individual names or position groups at Ole Miss. Hey, Dad, you kind of did the same thing with Mississippi State. Anything else that you've learned or you think kind of stands out so far?
3: For the most part, it's been pretty much what you would expect these these first couple of days. You know, Will Rogers. Any any of you out there, anybody listening to the sound of my voice that has any notion that Sawyer Robertson is going to jump up and grab that starting job this year, you need to put that away. Will, Will Rogers, about it. It, it's it's just not going to happen. He's just so far ahead. You know, it, when we've talked to Leach in the past, what is the word he uses all the time when regards is repetition? He's always talking about repetition, repetition, repetition. Will Rogers just has him. He's got so many more than everybody else on the roster. Now, you can see the talent with Robertson. The arm strength is definitely there. But Will Rogers is in complete command of this offense. And, and again, you know, I just expect him to have a big year. I expect 5,000 passing yards.
2: So, so, without stirring up any trouble, because that's not my intent, but in the college football world in which we currently live, we know that Will Rogers has this season and another season, and if he is so inclined, another season after that. Three seasons. He has this and two more. Three total seasons remaining. If Sawyer Robertson is not, at some point, able to surpass him on the depth chart, and that just frankly feels unlikely. Now, it could happen with injury. Mm -hmm. If Will Rogers were to go down with an injury and Sawyer Robertson gets an opportunity, maybe it's a Wally Pipp thing and he never lets go of the job. But outside of that... If Sawyer Robertson doesn't have the opportunity to slide into playing time and he is as talented as you and others have talked about him being for the last two years, does he at mm-hmm. some point say, thanks for the opportunity, i got to go find somewhere I can play?
3: It's a valid concern. And it's the same concern, you know, and Richard, I'm sure you'd agree with this, so people can't con- convict you of being biased, that if if Jackson Dart wins that job, that Luke Allmire is going to look at his options as well, nobody mm-hmm. wants to sit on the bench when you have the opportunity to go and play immediately somewhere else. So with Robertson, you know it's a little interesting because you know, he's from the Lubbock area. He basically his dad and he grew up idolizing Mike Leach. This is the 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 coach he wants to play for. So there is a little bit of that at play here. But yeah, Rogers, especially after next year, I, I could you know go get through this year. It's your shirt freshman year. You go to next year and it's a sophomore year now Robertson I think still has an extra year to play with as well but if Rodgers decides to come back for the 2024 season which I if you're asking me today I don't think that he would I think at that point I mean he's probably ready to move on but if he does then yeah so Robertson's gonna be like all right I, I gotta go I gotta go I gotta you know go while I can still play and find a spot for me
4: so yeah. that's is a fair why question you keep but it's recruiting that, quarterbacks
3: That's exactly right. So that you know, it's a fair question, and it's just not a problem Mississippi State has to deal with today.
2: Yeah, and I don't think that it's a problem that Ole Miss has to deal with today with the Jackson, uh, Jackson Dart, Luke Altmaier battle. It's a little bit different in that Luke Altmaier is the one that honestly it feels like he's got a few more cards in his hand that he can play because unless that legislation changes where anybody can transfer any time they want, Jackson Dart Mm -hmm. has used up his free transfer without having to sit out opportunity after leaving USC from his freshman season a year ago. Jackson Dart does have that opportunity to transfer and be eligible immediately um, without having to sit out for a year. As unless I'm miscalculating... Luke Altmaier, though, does not have the COVID year to deal with. So so he came in early for a spring, but he didn't miss a football season. So he came in two springs ago. Last year was his freshman season. He goes through this past spring, and this is his redshirt freshman season. He did not play in more than four games no, last he, he, year. He did,
3: No, no, no. He re, he did not redshirt last year. You're he sure? played in five. The, the, the Sugar Bowl was his fifth game. I'm almost positive of that. So he played against Auburn, he
2: played against Tennessee.
3: Mm-hmm. Played in the shirt. I mean, surely he played against Austin P, right? Or whoever the FCS game was?
2: I don't remember. He played in five games. Okay, so he did play in yeah, five I games. I was
3: I knew I knew that was right. Okay. So he still has a redshirt year available to him. Mm. Which I guess isn't really useful though, because it's a redshirt year. You have the red shirt, so
4: you know, it, that might be. That might be this year. Well, let's just play a scenario out. Don't know if this is going to happen or not. He yeah. loses the job, stays on the roster because, of course, he does. There'd be no reason to hit the portal and leave if he doesn't win the job.
3: Yeah, you only play in four
4: games. For sure. Only play in four games. Preserve your red shirt. Move on. Yeah. And if Jackson Dark gets hurt, then you wally pip him. I mean, it could work out that way as well. But that's why, I mean, we had this conversation last year. Well, why is Ole Miss looking for a portal quarterback? Because they need one on roster, regardless of who it is. They needed a quarterback because of this scenario right here. Somebody's going to get hurt, somebody's going to Mark
2: K Dent, were the two scholarship quarterbacks that you had. You had to add depth
4: at that position. Had to because somebody's exactly. going to get hurt, somebody's going to get leave or going to leave and you're going to recruit one you have to keep adding quarterbacks to your room even if it means that one transfers every other year. Yeah, you have to. When did so does Robertson have a covid year or no? Yeah,
3: I guess you're, uh, he doesn't because he would have come in last year summer. They okay, didn't so get an extra year COVID a, year, did they?
2: No. So, so last, last year was, year was a his true shirt freshman year. year.
3: He redshirted, but he was a true freshman. Yeah, this, okay. He's a redshirt freshman now.
2: So Sawyer Robertson starting this year has four years remaining in his eligibility. Yes. yes. Sports Talk Mississippi. will be right back.
5: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Richland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Hey, we're looking good so far this afternoon. Just some after-school traffic, usual delays in those areas. Keep your speeds down as you pass through school zones. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217.
19: Three.
21: ortho care is prepared for casting and x-rays right on site faster than an er visit and physicians and practitioners are on site we'll wrap up your injury fast and get you on your way no referral needed open in madison and Flowood monday through friday eight to seven jackson eight to five open saturday in madison eight to two mississippi sports medicine urgent ortho care it's a wrap
12: At AgUp, your local John Deere dealer, you can leave it up to us, or you can build it, price it, and own it with a simple click of a button at agup.com. Build it. Select from tractors and lawn equipment. Next, choose which implements and attachments best fit your tasks. Price it. Receive immediate pricing. Own it. Pick it up at your AgUp location. Visit agup.com today to begin customizing your equipment, or feel free to leave it up to us. And visit any of our 16 locations in Mississippi and Arkansas.
9: Hello, I'm Kenny Francis from Corning, Arkansas. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Arkansas 2022 Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Sports Talk, Mississippi. Uh, A little bit of a mess in Norman, Oklahoma. Cale Gundy, who is the brother of Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy, and was the longest tenured football coach in the Big 12. He was on Bob Stoop's staff. He was on Lincoln Riley's staff. He stayed on Brent Venable's staff. He played at Oklahoma and has had children go to school at Oklahoma. A lot of crimson and cream in the bloodlines for Cale Gundy, who again has a brother who's the head coach at Oklahoma State. He resigned last night. And in a statement that he released, said that he read aloud, a word that I should never under any circumstances have uttered But it was off the screen of a player's iPad during a film session last week. So pretty good reporters at Oklahoma, maybe really good reporters at Oklahoma, have outlined the situation as film session following a practice, short window in which to get information out to the players. Got a guy that's not really paying attention Gundy calls him out and tells him he should be taking notes. They continue to go through the session. Something distracting happens. He gets onto him again and then projects his iPad screen onto a video projector in the room so that everybody in the room can see it and then just reads what's on the iPad. And they were lyrics to a song that included a racial epithet that Gundy read aloud a couple of times. So, that's what he's referring to. In the statement, he says, the unfortunate reality is that someone in my position can cause harm without ever meaning to do so. In that circumstance, a man of character accepts accountability. I take responsibility for this mistake. I apologize. He says, I want to be very clear. The words I read aloud from that screen were not my words. What I said was not malicious. It wasn't even intentional. Still, I am mature enough to know that the word I said was shameful and hurtful, no matter my intentions. It is with, uh, for, for his part, Brent Venable's, released a statement on Sunday night that said, It's with sadness that I accept Coach Gundy's resignation. He's dedicated more than half his life to Oklahoma football and has served our program and university well. We're thankful for that commitment. We also acknowledge that in stepping aside, he's placed the program and the welfare of our student-athletes first. In coaching and in life, we're all accountable for our actions on the resulting outcomes. Then you had players coming to the aid of Kale Gundy, their assistant coach. Including former players like Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals, who said this, if not for Coach Gundy, I would not have attended OU, survived at OU, stayed at OU, and succeeded in life after OU. I owe my education and professional career to him, and most importantly, I owe who I am as a person to him. By the way, you remember Joe Mixon had pretty serious issues and maybe didn't even deserve a second chance. Most importantly, Coach Gundy is not, and I repeat, is not a racist in any way, nor has he a racist bone in his body, mind, or soul. I know racists. I've witnessed both obvious and discreet types of racism and have known and detested even more actual racism. Coach Gundy is the farthest thing from this type of person. And then today you had another statement, a second statement from Brent Venables, the head coach at Oklahoma in which case he outlined more specifically what happened. And when he says, As painful as it has been, dealing with Coach Gundy resigning from the program, it doesn't touch the experience of pain felt by a room full of young men I am charged to protect, lead, and love. There are a few things I would like to address. Coach Gundy resigned from the program because he knows what he did was wrong. He chose to read aloud to his players, not once but multiple times, a racially charged word that is objectionable to everyone, and does not reflect the attitude and values of our university or our football program. This is not acceptable, period. Coach Gundy did the right thing in resigning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is one of those stories that has layers and has nuance and is, it, it, it's perfect for Twitter, right? Because everybody on Twitter's got an opinion about this story, and they got a hundred and what is it, forty, eighty characters to get that opinion out, and they throw in and they Monday morning quarterback it and it's you know, everything's cut and dry, everything's black and white, no pun intended. You fall on one side or the other, he should have been fired, he should have been given a second chance. Nobody really talks about kind of the nuance that goes along with this. Tough spot for Brent Venables. Tough spot for Cale Gundy. Borky, I mentioned it earlier, and we'll pick up this story a little bit later in the 4 o'clock hour when we've got more time to... You you simply said when we talked about it, under no circumstance can you say this. Reading it, somebody else's words, whatever. And yet, it feels like the entire track record of 30 years of Kale Gundy gets completely thrown out the window for what was clearly a mistake, and a mistake that he recognized, and his players went to bat for him, and it wasn't enough. That's the background on this. We'll come back to it later. Winners and losers coming up next. Sports Talk Mississippi.
1: You're listening to WFMN, 4 Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your three professionals at the Rone Street Pro. Mississippi, online at the RoneStreetPro.com.
7: Q. Flood victims in eastern Kentucky today were visited by the president and the first lady. President
9: Biden pledged whatever Kentucky needed to recover from floods that took dozens of lives and destroyed homes. He said the disaster declaration helps. Temporary housing, home repairs, mm-hmm. property loss for homeowners. First Lady Joe Biden was with
7: the president to meet with and comfort residents. Fox's Gernal Scott. Sentencing day for Greg and Travis McMichael, the father-son duo convicted on federal hate crime charges of chasing and killing Ahmed Arbery, a black man from their Georgia neighborhood in 2020. Reaction from Arbery's mother.
16: We finally have gotten just from Ahmad again. I know that Ahmad is pleased with the work that we've done as a community.
7: Wanda Cooper Jones, both men have been sentenced to life. Neighbor William Roddy Bryan got 35 years. And pop singer Olivia Newton John has died. She was 73. America is listening to Fox News. Month long, we're
19: celebrating the red, white, and blue with huge savings to you at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. Nothing is more American than saving big on your next new vehicle, and we have a great selection of Mitsubishis to choose from. Right now, pay only 249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's just 249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Bring your trade. We'll get a top dollar for it, shop from over 1,500 quality pre owned vehicles right now at RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Buy with confidence with a 20 year 250,000 mile powertrain train warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. 100% credit approval is our number one goal, no matter your past credit history. So come celebrate the red, white, and blue, and say big while doing so all month long at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved
22: at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Mirage, check down, 2.97 for months of year. Payable approval. I'm J.T. Mitchell and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. Although the U.S. monkeypox outbreak has disproportionately affected the gay and bisexual community, anyone can technically contract the virus.
12: Regardless
21: of your gender, regardless of your sexual orientation, anybody can get monkeypox
13: who is exposed to it.
22: That was state epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers. Former FDA director Dr. Scott Gottlieb recently told CBS Face that the CDC needs to expand its criteria for testing.
5: But we
3: need to start looking for cases in the broader community. That means probably testing anyone who presents with an atypical
0: case of shingles or an atypical case of herpes for monkeypox as well.
22: Gottlieb also said that the CDC should add monkeypox to its wastewater monitoring program, which the agency uses to track COVID infections. Thus far, there have been over 7,500 cases of monkeypox nationwide, six of those in Mississippi.
15: Hey, Lucky Buck here. It's time to have more fun more often. That's right, my little buckaroos. The Mississippi Lottery will begin drawing cash three and cash four twice a day. But wait, there's more. Add the Fireball feature and you can increase your winnings. And increase your odds of winning. More times to play cash
12: three and cash four. More ways to win with Fireball. Ah,
15: Sounds like a winner
12: to me. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
22: It's no big secret that catfish is a major food staple for much of Mississippi. That being said, food columnist and restaurant owner Robert St. John is encouraging people to make sure what they're eating is actually U.S. grown catfish.
6: Anybody who's listening, you need to know that a lot of places these days aren't using farm raised catfish. And of course, we prefer Mississippi farm raised catfish, but a lot of places these days are using vietnamese what's called basa and you need to ask if you're in your catfish house find out what they are serving because there's a huge difference not only we need it for the economy but i mean it just tastes better
22: as of 2021 58 of u.s grown catfish came from mississippi and the construction along highway 49 south of jackson is finally complete Elected officials from around the state gathered for a ribbon-cutting ceremony on Monday morning to celebrate the now open six-lane portion of 49 between Florence and Richland.
0: Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way, as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith,
12: family, and Farm Bureau. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6-9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports.
1: Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi.
2: With you. Four o'clock hour in the Pearl River Resort Studios. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Michael Borke, and Brian Haydab. Thanks for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation? Hope you'll join us on the c Spire text line at 601-879-4395. That is the number for you to be a part of the conversation. Again, 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Seaspire Business, backed by world class IT experts who live where you do, right here in Ceasefire country. Check availability now at slash business. It's what we do on Mondays, winners and losers.
10: All I, all, I, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. I'm a loser,
11: baby. We got winners. We got losers.
23: Americans love a winner. And we'll not tolerate
2: a loser. We're win. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? We had a little bit of fun on Friday afternoon. Brian Haydad gave us uh, a bit of a primer for the Premier League, which uh, had its opening weekend. I will tell you this. I heard more people randomly discussing the Premier League this weekend than I can ever remember before. Uh, in fairness, part of that was at my five-year-old daughter's soccer practice on Saturday morning, and so those are people that would perhaps be more interested in that than, uh, than others. But winners, quite yeah. literally from the weekend, Tottenham, Bournemouth, Arsenal, Man City, Newcastle, Brighton, Leeds, and Chelsea. Uh, not full-on losers, but losers nonetheless. Brentford, Fulham, Leicester City, Liverpool. And then you had several teams that lost, including Man U, which Haydad said has decided to give up on winning altogether. I told so you, I told you. They've given up on winning, yeah. and, uh, and they lost. So they're your winners I mean, you from can put the Premier League opening weekend.
3: And you can put the fans of, of Premier League soccer and soccer in general, because the Bundesliga is back and La Liga is back. Like, while everybody else is waiting on college football and the NFL, I got four weeks of, like, real sports that
2: I can watch and enjoy. Yeah, so right. that, that's a plus wasn't for me. Uh, was not there some frustration at uh, the uh, the lack of full coverage of the opening weekend of the Premier League yeah. from NBC? Yeah,
3: all, it, almost all of it was on Peacock, and mm-hmm. like only a few games were on uh, were on regular
2: television. There you, uh, there you go. Uh, Michael Borkey,
4: how about a winner from the weekend? Yeah, we'll, we'll keep that theme up, actually, because uh, let the record show that one Brian Haydad uh, is rooting for England when the United States plays England in the World Cup this November. Uh, oh my God, are you? That's... No, but he did no. say that he thinks England is way better than the United I, States. He I, I told you I was coming around that. on that. Yeah. Brendan Aronson. Had himself a weekend. That guy was the best player. I saw somebody that covers the EPL say that Aronson was the best player. 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 This weekend in the league. American. Name that nobody's ever heard of. He'll be starting for the World Cup team. He scored a goal. He was excellent because he is excellent. He's also got a younger brother that's about to be a star as well. Great. Against the Wolves. Wolverhampton. Fantastic! We got yeah. Uh, got a bunch of
2: Freddie News coming up. Can't wait to see how that plays out. See, people <laughs> like you are are
4: so just <laughs> <The> annoying. <waters. laughs> That's what you are. You're sniveling is what you are. It's annoying. Support your country or get off oh, the train. I will. I will. Oh no, there will you're not mocking a, it. You're mocking America on be, this very program. There
2: will not be a bigger U.S. soccer fan when the World Cup rolls around, and then I'll be a great big U.S. soccer fan four years, assuming we make it four years after that when it happens again. In
4: yeah. between, not so much. Yeah, you like to mock your country. That's okay. That's what commies do. Mm. You oh. don't get to turn the commie label around on me. I'm
2: the I, I'm the one that mocks Haided and. You occasionally for talking about soccer in other
4: places in the world. Okay, the so. communist countries are the worst in the world at it. That, that, that's the one really insult to Brian Haided's beautiful game that I've never understood. The communist was, countries yeah, are, are the worst at it.
3: England, Germany, Spain, France, Italy—they're all Brazil. They're all you know—they're all democracies. Yeah.
2: Uh, give me a winner.
4: You got to give a winner. It's me? Yeah, it's your Five. turn. I, I
3: I didn't really give one. I, I can give one. I have one that I had in mind. So, and I'm not going where you think I'm going to start this, Richard. I promise. But, you know, as a wrestling fan, I love a good entrance. This guy Edwin Diaz for the Mets. I can't stop watching that video of him coming out of the bullpen to whatever this techno Latin song. I mean, it is addictive. And, like, I love, you know, being a Mississippi State fan, you know, you had... Jonathan Holder with God's going to cut you down, and you had Landon Sims with Still the Night. I love a good closer song, and obviously Richard is a Yankee fan. You know when you hear Anderson, the game's over. I love knowing, hearing a song and knowing the game is over. Our guys coming in. I don't. I'm not a Mets fan. I don't know anything about this guy, but that was cool, and I enjoyed it. So he's on the winners
2: list. Uh, I actually, it's it's fascinating to me that that's where you went because I too was going to the Mets for a winner. Um, okay. Tough a great weekend, weekend for the Braves. They played a five game series with the Mets. Lost game one, won game two, lost a doubleheader on Saturday. And then yesterday, Jacob DeGrom took them out. Five and two thirds, one hit, two earned runs, one walk, 12 strikeouts. The first 16 sliders he threw were swings and misses. Atlanta did not make contact with the first 16 sliders that came out of the hand of Jacob DeGrom and oh by the way he basically sat at 102 with his fastball. Jacob DeGrom really really good winner this week yet. If I may give you a loser as well. Yeah. I'm not sure the best team in baseball is ever going to win another game. I mean, the Yankees were the best team in baseball for April and May and June and half of July, but now they are just gone in the tank and they may never win another game. Swept by the St. Louis Cardinals in interleague play this
4: weekend. You know what's going to happen, though, right? I imagine some fan pessimism is creeping in, but you know what's going to happen. Book it. Everybody loves the Mets. The Mets are America's team right now for whatever reason. They love the story, all that stuff, and they're gonna play a series against the Yankees and they're gonna get beat soundly. That's what's going to happen.
2: In you know, the playoffs.
4: Like, they they did that. Well, hopefully in the playoffs. In the play that's what I mean. I, in the playoffs. I mean,
2: I, so you're going subway series for the world Sub-A series. Subway
4: series for the World Series and the Yankees are going to spoil America's party because everybody I, I guess okay it's underdog that. story, whatever. The Yankees are going to win the World Series, and mm. people that hate the Yankees need to accept that. Mm. It's going to happen. I feel like you're doing some reverse jinx. I'm not. There, I'm I not. Like I actually not little bit. like. I want Chelsea to win. I want your Yankees to win. I, I like. I like uh, being around people that have good things happening to them in sports. You know.
2: Hey, Dad, you're you're going to hate this loser as well. So we talked last week about all of the money that the San Diego Padres have spent. Yeah, you know, oh, no, got I think year ago, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, about to make a yeah. rehab assignment at Double A, and um, you know they, they make the trade and and they get Juan Soto, and then they get Josh Bell, and you know really good pieces. Um, they got swept by Los Angeles this weekend, and they scored four runs.
3: They got crushed, twenty to four is the final. In the they scored four
2: runs in the series. Yeah. How are you gonna get a return on investment?
3: <laughs> it's the Padres, man. Never fear them.
4: Yeah. So, do you believe, by the way, that Soto won't re-sign with them? Oh, I don't know. I mean, well, still, they, they him for in a couple of years, him, but
3: got, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, he who hit it well, for no, I mean, they
4: They would have to trade him after next season. Next year, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. They
3: won't get, get something, something, I guess. So. One more winner, real quick, Richard. Just, just yeah. for you. And yeah. I, I, hate, I hate to go back to wrestling, but he's back. He goes by his WWE name now, but Carrion Cross back on the big show. He was on SmackDown Friday night. Mm. Ever since hey. we mentioned him on this show, things have been happening for him.
18: And yeah,
2: it's been a lot of good for him. Uh, also, a winner, Alabama preseason number one. No, yeah. Congratulations to the Alabama Crimson Tide on being named. USA Today coaches polls preseason number one team in the land. Never would have believed it, Also yet, a loser. Here they are.
3: Also a loser. Somebody voted Texas number one.
4: There's two theories on that. Mm-hmm. One, it's Lane Kiffin just because. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a vote in the coaches <laughs> the poll, by the way? It's... I believe so. Don't they all? No.
2: No, they don't all have
4: vote. Uh, well, or... It's Nick Saban trying to find anything at all to motivate his team when they play Texas in Week That's 2. That's
3: also a good one, too, yeah.
4: little, little rap for Somebody so, out there so, doesn't believe in you. Yeah, somebody thought they were better than you. You going to take that? 66
2: coaches. Uh-huh. I mean, so there's a chance? I mean, it's like a one-and-two shot at Lane Kiffin.
4: Or uh, if, Lance if Lane Leopold Kiffin, at Kansas to make his win, inevitable win this year, look better. Could be. If Lane Kiffin actually had a vote in the coaches poll, and I don't
2: know if he does or does not, maybe we can find a list somewhere. What's the uh, what's the likelihood that he would fill that ballot out each week himself? Not the same as every Zero. other coach. Very little. <laughs> hey, we'll get to your winners and losers on the C Spire text line when we come back.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. We're still looking good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns, no major problems to speak of. Please buckle up, drive safe, have a great afternoon. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to get you going on your path to financial well-being. Stop by, call, or visit them online to learn about their great loan rates, free checking, and much more at River Trust Federal Credit Union.
0: Why trust Coleman-Taylor transmissions to repair your transmission?
11: We are dedicated at doing only transmission repair.
6: So we have a lot of people that call, do you do engine work, do you do general repair? And we're like, no. They're like, golly, y'all have treated me so well. I'd love it if you did well. The fact of the matter is the reason we can treat people so well at this one thing is because that's all we do. You know, the old adage goes, do one thing and do it well. We kind of want to stick to that.
0: Call Coleman-Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com.
16: A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We're taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed state of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at six zero one three six two nine three three three, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business.
12: here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6-9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports
1: Talk. Sports Talk
12: Mississippi. To the
1: junction, in the grove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: text line at 601-879-4395. That is where you can send us your winners and losers. Winner, hey dad, on Wednesday nights. Okay. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, David, apparently on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, says loser, Sam's Club in Gulfport. Yeah, we... we, Sorry. He sends us a picture of the display that is all Saints gear,
4: not an issue there, and all Alabama gear. We talked about that in the past some, um, but I was tweeting about it the other day. So I I live in the capital city, right? Mm -hmm. Unless you're looking at car stickers, you don't know that this is Mississippi. I grew up in Greenville, South Carolina, right? It's very similar, a little bit longer in distance between Clemson and South Carolina and Greenville. South Carolina's like an hour and a half, two hours. Clemson's more like an hour. Uh, So a little bit closer, but still. A city, relatively large metro area, with two college towns in the state, neither of which in the town. And Mm -hmm. you see Clemson and South Carolina stuff everywhere. Not just at stores, not just on cars, on billboards, on buildings, Restaurants, bars, it's everywhere. You can't escape it. You know that you're in South Carolina because, buddy, there's Clemson, there's South Carolina stuff everywhere. I don't get that feeling here.
2: Yeah, my theory is that the state of Mississippi screwed itself about 150 years ago uh, in choosing to go with two universities in the state with a... Don't take this any way other than I'm trying to differentiate between the two, okay? Just... just... <laughs>
4: I could hear you thinking.
7: (laughs) I was just trying to decide how I was
4: going to
2: say
3: it. It's like, you're just thinking so and such thin ice, man, all the time.
2: Just say what you want to say. With a flagship university and a land-grant university, because there was enough dissension between the groups of the folks that were sending their... Kids to school to be bankers and lawyers and whatever else, and it felt like there needed to be a need. On, there was a need for a school based on agriculture as well. And in the infinite wisdom, they thought, "Hey, we're a really small state. Let's just have two schools." Well, the two schools both grew and have done quite well for themselves and are part of a big conference. And I know Southern Miss Teachers College and and all of the other. Um, the HBCUs and the junior college system and all of that. The problem is there's too much division in a small state like the one in which we live. I, the, the only point I'm making in all of this is that a single university in the state of Mississippi, a la LSU in Louisiana or Arkansas in Arkansas, and I think it would feel very different. In the way the state of Mississippi supported its college, than being fractured into you have Ole Miss fans, you have State fans, you have Southern Miss fans who hate Ole Miss fans and don't really like, but maybe hate Mississippi State fans a little bit less, and you got Alabama fans, and you got you know Tennessee fans and LSU fans on the coast, and I understand geography has a little bit to do with that. But I feel like if there was a single university in the state of Mississippi, it would feel far more like Arkansas and Louisiana with a single university.
3: I'm just glad all those bad feelings from hundreds of years ago have have subsided and they don't exist anymore. And the families of the Ole Miss people and the families of the state people, they just get along in perfect harmony now.
4: Generally speaking, the families do. Yeah, Not online. You
3: got part of that story wrong, too. They actually did open an agricultural college in Oxford, and nobody showed up because they wouldn't send their kids to go to school with those kids. So they're like, all right, we'll move it, put it somewhere else. Really? Yeah. At least that's what it was in that Sports Illustrated article from many years ago. That's the way it was relayed. that They tried to open the school up there, and the, the farmers were just like, no, we're not sending our kids there.
2: Which is funny of how many farmers' kids from the Delta go to Ole Miss. Ole Miss now. It's fun. I mean, obviously a ton go to Mississippi of, State as well. There's but, plenty yeah.
3: of bankers and lawyers that are Mississippi State fans in this state. So.
2: I probably know more bankers that went to school at Mississippi State that live in Oxford and are as bankers than mm-hmm. I do people that graduated from, I mean, maybe not, but a bunch. I
12: think a bunch. There's a lot, yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, I have a loser, by the way. People on a tourism boat 18 years ago today, Dave Matthews Band, on August 8th, 2004. This is the first time I've ever heard this story. On August 8th, 2004, over the Kinsey Street Bridge in Chicago, the Dave Matthews Band tour bus dumped an estimated 800 pounds of, you guessed it, of the bus's septic tank onto a passenger sightseeing boat driving below the bridge in Chicago 18 years ago today.
7: Hmm.
3: What did they say?
4: <laughs> uh. I hope there was a hefty payout for getting uh, being on that boat. <laughs>
2: More of your winners and losers on the ceasefire text iffy. line. Winner Alabama football because apparently last year was a rebuilding year. Let the slaughter begin. That's from Holt. And Nick Saban said that last week. I think I mentioned that to Borgie. Yeah. He's like,
4: what a jerk. Yeah, I rolled my eyes so hard at that. Come, come on, man. <laughs> I hate you so much, Nick Saban. You aren't rebuilding anything. Somebody says
2: it's old Miss's fault we have two schools. Okay. Well, I, I, you know what? If we're going to blame somebody. Uh, loser Pete Rose mm, tough weekend for him though the reporter's a bit of a loser also I mean on a weekend where the Phillies are honoring Pete Rose trying to make a story out of something that allegedly happened 55 years ago and was reported on in 2017 it's kind of it's kind of lowbrow also uh, that's trying yes. to get a cut to put on your resume reel is what that is. And, and and in fairness Pete Rose did not handle it very way very well when he said i'm not here to talk about something that happened 55 years ago babe probably wasn't the best response for Pete Rose but you know, the reporter got out of it probably what she wanted to get out of it uh jeff can't stand the New York Mets but dominating the Braves this weekend pretty much clinched them the national League east so Jeff I don't know if that makes the Mets winners or losers but I hear you Hunter and Columbus. Still plenty like baseball this. left to play. Yeah, but man, it's getting late early. A fifty games left, it's give or take. Yeah, still time. Uh, winner, Buck Showalter. Kind of where you went, Rich. So happy he has the opportunity after everything he has gone through in his career. Got a pretty good baseball team. Pretty good baseball team. I have anything else? Winners or losers? That we uh, losers. The Yankees this weekend. That's from Debbie in Ocean Springs. You got that right, Debbie. I mean, they got slapped in St. Louis. A couple of really good games. Really good games, by the way. But yes, they uh, there's a scoreboard for a reason, and the Yankees finished second all four times this weekend. They'll be all right. Better than third. Forky, in response to your story, what were they eating on that bus? Lots of crap? <laughs> Mike in Oxford, that was a bleepy thing to do.
4: Yeah, I saw... Somebody say. Crappy thing to do. They were just playing their music, and I got to laugh even though it insulted me.
3: (laughs) Just a manifestation of their own songs. Mm.
4: It was an album release party.
2: Uh, Under the table and steaming. Winner of the kid is the guy that won the Wyndham Championship this weekend after starting with a quad on his first
4: hole of the weekend. Oh, Tom, Tom Kim. Yeah, Ian Baker Finch is in trouble, too, because uh, a golfer whose first name is Brandon hold out from the fairway, and Ian Baker Finch said, Let's go, Brandon. Amazing. Oh, people are upset with him. Oh, well, whatever. He'll be all right. Even it, well, for one, he was totally trying to make a political statement on the broadcast, but even if he didn't, he should have known. And that's very offensive. So that's what people do. What if it wasn't actually Brandon? What if it was like Brendan yeah. Todd or something? Hey, let's
2: go, Brandon. But in his you know, little accent. And so you didn't know the difference one way or the other. But yeah, Tom Kim uh, kind of tore it up this weekend. And by the way, just uh, completely Americanized his name. Completely. Tom did.
3: Tom Kim? Is that anything he now? Hey, Brian Kelly? It?
2: No. Tom King? No, 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 no. Borky, what is his actual name? I, I think I've got it here. Um, it's Zhu Young Kim, but he goes as Tom. Start doing that. Love that. Brian, Brian You're, you're going to be Brian Tom. Smith from here on out. No, no, just, no. i just Tom Haydab. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Those I have an uncle, your, those are your winners and losers from the weekend. Thanks for uh, participating. If uh, uh, let, Let's go back to the Oklahoma story. I kind of laid that out at the end of the 3 o'clock hour. I will briefly, um, I will give you a brief synopsis of it when we come back. You can read up on the details if you would like on your own. Uh, but we'll talk about the layers to the uh, story with Cale Gundy, now a former assistant coach at Oklahoma, when we come back on Sports Talk Mississippi.
8: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 73. Your Tuesday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny conditions, high near 90 degrees. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely partly sunny, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
14: Care is their middle name, and Car Care Clinic provides a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders on Thursday. Car Care Clinic is your locally owned and operated AAA-recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. They're an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE-certified mechanics and offers services like brakes, alignment, check engine light diagnostics, tune-ups and tires, and a 28-point full-service oil change. All while you stay in your vehicle. Let Car Care Clinic do all that hard work for you while you sit back and relax. In fact, Car Care Clinic have been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. That's cccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule.
7: Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic or your automobile.
10: Hey, guys, under 35, are you getting a little thin on top? Sure, you can shave your head, but let's face it, unless you're built like a rock, bald really is not all that beautiful. Well, there's some good news. Today, losing your hair is a choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. So fight back. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open
19: till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night. Monday, enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday all you can eat fish fillets and on Friday and Saturday enjoy a juicy sirloin ribeye or fillet served with baked potato roll or Texas toast and a drink spillway diners all you can eat special feature menu is dine-in only no sharing find them on Facebook for more on the new menu hours and location
22: I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. Although the U.S. monkeypox outbreak has disproportionately affected the gay and bisexual community, anyone can technically contract the virus.
21: Regardless of your gender, regardless of your sexual orientation, anybody can get monkeypox who is exposed to it.
22: That was state epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers. Former FDA director Dr. Scott Gottlieb recently told CBS Face the that the CDC needs to expand its criteria for testing.
3: But we need to start looking for cases in the broader community. That means probably testing anyone who presents with
0: an atypical case of shingles or an atypical case of herpes for monkeypox as well.
22: Scott Lieb also said that the CDC should add monkeypox to its wastewater monitoring program, which the agency uses to track COVID infections. Thus far, there have been over 7,500 cases of monkeypox nationwide, six of those in Mississippi.
23: Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers. We're blazing fast 5G, is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the Internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Hey, y'all, I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to
7: Pearl River Resort, where the fun is going nonstop. Go off the deep end at the south's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind and head to Pearl River Resort.
1: Need some good news? I've
6: got good
1: news Good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. The best. The best. Sports talk in the state. It's
10: the best thing. Say that again.
1: We the
0: best on three. One, two, three. We the best.
1: Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi.
2: To well, actually, you because I promise you we appreciate the interaction on the ceasefire text line 601 879 4395. Our friend that uh, during winners and losers just a moment ago said winner Tom Kim, and I went on to explain that he goes by Tom, but his name is actually Ju Young Kim. Uh, respond as, as we were talking about that, he said he is an American. My, my hope is that the texter was being sarcastic. Because if you were just trying to, oh, you're wrong me, well, I got bad news for you. Zhu um, Young Kim is from South Korea. He was born in Seoul and spent times growing up uh, time growing up in Australia and the Philippines and then later in Thailand. And the name Tom, it's not because he's American. It's derived from Thomas the Tank Engine. You remember Thomas the Train? That's where he, that's where the Tom came from that uh, Tom Kim goes by. So decidedly not American. Whatever. Uh, hey, Dad, you know nothing. R.C. always goes to Borky when he has to be right. But you do have your own show. Congrats! I don't know if that falls into winners or losers, but
5: good to know.
4: That's our sweet I grandma. Know what's going on there?
5: I don't. I think. She's, Why
2: will think you she's not save her stupid it. name so I can know it's her? Like I don't even know how to do
4: that on the text line. Well, I don't know it.
2: Can we save her as stupid
3: grandma on the no, text line? No, that's not
4: nice.
3: Ah, it's stupid grandma. Come on. I think she's making fun of you, though, by the way. Me? I'm Paul's, sure you
2: know. she is. When does she not? She
3: said, if you, always, you go to Borky when you he, you need to be right.
4: You were asking me if you I knew the name me. of a golfer. You didn't go to hey Dad because Hey Dad does not know much about nor care. And that's not a shot. He just doesn't care about golf. That's okay. He doesn't care, huh? it just doesn't care. So... You went to me hoping that I would know the answer. I did not, and apparently that is something that our, our sweet, our sweet grandma did not like.
20: <laughs>
2: David says nobody knows how to change contacts. I live in Hattiesburg now. It still says David in Oxford on the text line, and it has for months and months and months. I've tried. I
4: I think once you're in, you're in. Yeah, okay. I mean, I can create a new you, but it would just double-text us every time. Yeah. So what do we make of
2: the... um, What do we make of the Cale Gundy story? If you missed this earlier, Cale Gundy, who was a long-time assistant at Oklahoma under three head coaches, if you're including Brent Venables. I guess you could say four if you wanted to go Bob Stoops twice with the interim deal for the game. And yes, his brother is... Mike Gundy, the head coach at Oklahoma State, he has resigned, but it sounds like he kind of resigned under pressure after reading the lyrics of a song that were on the iPad of a player in his team meeting room who he had already told to pay attention and who ignored him, and they were trying to cram a lot of information into a short amount of time. He asked the player a question. The player, and it, and it was a fairly simple, innocuous question about like where you should be lined up on a specific play, allegedly. And the player still couldn't answer the question, and he walks over and he sees something besides whatever they're talking about on his iPad where he's supposed to be taking notes. They got the technology to put that on the screen. He pops it on the screen, he reads what's on there, and it includes, um, a derogatory and inflammatory word multiple times. He just reads it. Sounds like former players have got his back. There was no uproar among the current team, or at least it doesn't sound as if there was. He has resigned, and now Brent Venables has doubled down on how wrong and dastardly it was. So what's the story here? Should Cale Gundy have resigned? Should Brent Venables have had his back? Did Brent Venables want him out because his brother is the head coach at Oklahoma State and that's a problem for him? Was there something else going on? Should Cale Gundy get a second chance, especially after a heartfelt apology and kind of being on the level with his players and with former players, especially if he has a history of not having any issues? Or is this cut and dried? He read the word twice in front of other people, not his words, doesn't matter, you're out, no forgiveness, no strike two, no strike three, just go straight to jail. And be labeled a racist despite the fact that many, many, many people are coming to your defense to say, this guy's not a racist.
4: Is it fair to say there's truth in everything that you said? There's There's truth in all of it. All of it. Um, I know it's not great for this business or, or Twitter because you have to pick a side and defend that side to the death, and that's what you do. But the truth, I think, in this lies somewhere in the middle. As an adult man, you should know, and I'm not going to argue the nuances with people. As an adult, you should know whether you're reading it or not. You don't say that word. You don't. You just simply don't. Also, if the facts are, or if if what they say is what happened, and he was reading off of a board to get a player to pay attention, should that end a multi-decade career? Grew up in Oklahoma, played at Oklahoma,
2: GA at Oklahoma, gone from 95 to 98 when he worked at UAB, uh, from 99.04 on, uh, really, 99 to 14 to 16 on staff with Bob Stoops, then on staff with Lincoln Riley, stayed on staff with Brent Venables as well. No history
4: of anything so, and that's, Remotely close to this. That's the next layer, is what you do, or, or, or what I would do, is because that can't go without – that can't be met with impunity. You cannot, as an adult, utter those words, especially in a room filled with young black men. You can't do it. You just cannot do it, regardless of context. What I would have done, if I were making the decision there, is a suspension – while we do the gathering information thing, but you actually gather information, you talk to current players, hey, has this happened before? Are you okay? Like, did did it offend you? Or, 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 like, are you good? Do you like coach? Do you want to keep playing for coach? And then reach out to some former players, ones that you're still in contact with, and hey, did anything happen in your time here? Did he ever utter a racist word to you or, or, or in a meeting? And if those answers really come back no, then you can keep them on your staff. But if they start uncovering, hey, he said that same word in a meeting with me back in 2014, and I was too scared to say something. And if those kind of things come up, yeah. then then you go from there. But th- that's how I think it should be handled. I think that's the most rational way to handle something like this. Uttering that word cannot be met with impunity but it also doesn't have to, in that context, if that context is accurate, end a career. It's easy to go back and, and talk about what he should
2: have done, right? He, he shouldn't have read the lyrics out loud. He should have disciplined the player in private afterward. I don't think the whole maybe you should have disciplined in private afterward is is the right call because you're trying to make an example. My guess is he just read what was there, without thinking about it, and then realized, oh, goodness, what have I done? Carl says he should have had the player read it out loud. I actually don't hate that, Carl. Might have
3: been a better idea, yeah.
2: Yeah. What, What are you looking at there? i tell you what. Why don't you read everything on that pad to us right now and tell me how that helps us attack cover two. Read it. Word for word, read it. Maybe you get a guy's attention that way. Um, hogwash again, cowering down to the leftist, make your case that the kid wasn't paying attention and this is what was on his iPad, suspend the student-athlete. Hmm. A- as you would expect, and I'm not going through these messages one by one, I'm, just, I, I'm you're not, we're not going down that road because some of you are asking the question, and and I'm not saying it's an unfair question, but I'm not going to read it in the way that some of these questions are written. Why is it okay for one group of people to use a word, but for another group of people to use a word? Here's why I think that is a fair question. You know the word that we're talking about. Everybody knows the word that we're talking about. If it is so incredibly offensive to everyone, and I think... People are quick to tell you that this word is incredibly offensive to everyone. Eradicate it from our language, period. I don't care what color your skin is. If the word is so offensive, make it off-limits for everybody. Everybody. Why? Because it's offensive. Problem solved. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all your glass needs, call them at 601-605-4443. Looking real good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns. No major concerns to speak of. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great evening. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Voted Best Credit Union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking at River Trust Federal Credit Union.
16: Want everything on your used car buying checklist? Then check out Ford Blue Advantage. How about a gold-certified 172-point inspection? Check. A comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford? Check. A Carfax report and a 14-day 1,000-mile money-back guarantee? Check and check. Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. See your participating Ford dealer for limited warranty details and important rules on the money-back guarantee program.
1: Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and
23: online to save $10 on Duracell Ultra car batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. You've shared half your life together. Built your family and careers together. She doesn't just complete your sentences, she completes you. Isn't it time to tell her you'd marry her all over again? I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company, suggesting that maybe it's time for that second diamond, the diamond you've always wanted to give her and now can afford.
12: Here at Juniker Jewelry Company, as direct diamond importers, you'll find more certified large diamonds than any other store.
23: Stunning. Two. Three. Four carat diamonds and larger in stock every day at the guaranteed best price in Mississippi. And the
12: Diamond Professionals to help you create not just her ultimate diamond engagement ring, but a true family heirloom.
23: So when you want to say, I love you, on her birthday, your anniversary, or just because it's time for that second diamond. Come to Juniker's. Because she's a keeper. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and
13: junikerjewelry.com.
16: This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs.
20: Hi
22: Hello, I'm Ashley Kaiser from Greensboro, Alabama. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Alabama Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best, U.S. farm raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com.
1: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi on the Super Talk app, your local Super Talk station, and at supertalk.fm.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. You can find them online at mtradepark.com. Big weekend this past weekend. I was out there on uh, on Saturday morning for soccer practice, and, and there were soccer um, matches going on on several different fields, scrimmages, and kind of the start of the, the fall soccer season. But you call it, I mean, it's kind of like calling it fall camp. It's summer soccer right now, boys. It was hot. On Saturday morning, we have baseball tournaments going on on uh, adjacent fields. Point is, there's a lot of activity happening this fall at M Trade Park, and you need to, uh, you need to, we would encourage you to make sure that your team is a part of the action. And uh, you can go online to mtradepark.com to check out the schedule of events, whether it's soccer, fast pitch, or, um, I'm sorry, baseball, fast pitch, softball, or soccer, there is absolutely a tournament there for you. mtradepark.com. If you're going to play, play mtrade. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borke, thanks for being with us. We were talking about the Kale Gundy story just uh, a moment ago. I think that's pretty clear, candid on, um, on what I said. Haydad, you look at this story. I mean, I know you don't love stories like this and kind of controversial topics, but what's your take?
3: I had, when I first saw it, and I thought, okay, so he's reading it out loud, and he's just reading it, and the word is there, and he said it. I had some sympathy. I was like, "Ah, that's, you know, if you're just handed a piece of paper, hey, read this. I mean, do you really scan it too closely sometimes? You just start reading. But when the statement from Venables comes out today that says multiple times, okay, you can't do that. And you can't, and... Unfortunately that the price the penalty for that is you lose your job these days. And that's just how it is. So early on, I I felt for Kale Gundy, but now it's just like, well, it looks like you know you made a big mistake and you gotta pay the price for it. Yeah.
2: I mean Cale Gundy really made it easy on Oklahoma by resigning himself and stepping away. I don't know if they negotiated any sort of a settlement on the way out the door. My assumption would be that he did. If Oklahoma had really wanted to fight for Cale Gundy, I think they could have if his players and former players all had his back. But Oklahoma avoided a massive distraction by Cale Gundy stepping away. And that was part of Cale Gundy's statement also, right? He said this team doesn't deserve to have a distraction right now. Um, I recognize this is a critical moment for Oklahoma football. This team, its coaches, players, administrators, and fans do not deserve to be distracted by all field matters while working to continue the tradition of excellence that makes me so proud to be a Sooner. Naturally, I leave these sidelines heavy hearted. Coaching this football team truly has been my life's passion. So Because of the way Kale Gundy walked away, this news cycle lasts the rest of today. And then OU moves on. It's not a news cycle that moves on if he stays on and they have to try and defend him and justify him staying on Right. Absolutely. And nobody wants to deal with distractions this time of year. I, I, I get that.
3: Uh, Yeah, that's that's something that if if this happened like in March, maybe you could get through it, right? But three weeks before the start of the season, you can't have
2: distractions like this.
6: Yeah. Yeah, maybe
2: so. And then his daughter chimed in on Twitter and said, the truth will come out and not going to tell the whole story and all those things, but I don't know. I don't don't think that's. I don't think this is going to play well when it's uh, when it's all said and done.
3: No, I agree.
2: So, okay. This is not what Brent Venables wanted to deal with before he ever coached the game at OU. By the way, it's not. And I don't know if Venables handled this the right way or not, but he handled it decisively in his way, and so. Maybe there's something to be said for uh, that. c text line is open at 601-879-4395. we got a bunch to get to in the final hour of the show. College football fix. We're going to hear from uh, from Lane Kiffen and from Mike Leach in the 5 o'clock hour. We've got some teams to talk about on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. More interaction with you as
4: well. Borky, what is our numbers update Daily numbers. Uh, I got to stall here because I don't have them right in front of me.
2: Oh, uh, I thought they were like etched into your mind.
4: Twenty-six
2: 19 days. Nineteen
4: days until week zero. Nineteen okay. days inside of twenty. How about that? Mm. Which means twenty-six days until week one. You've got thirty-one days until the NFL season begins, and three days later, the Saints take on the Falcons. Jameis Winston tweaked his foot today, apparently. It is okay, nothing long-term. So, sigh of relief. Although, and Andy Dalton was going to beat the Falcons, too. But after that, I don't know. It's true. So, good news, Jameis is okay. Yeah. Uh, heard himself rolling out in 7-on-7. Seven seven, so, it was weird, like, stepped funny. Tweaked his foot is what they called it. But early reports are that it's nothing serious. Hopefully, those are true. What would be your level of depression...
2: If something was actually wrong with him. Oh, we got Andy Dalton. We're f- uh, high. It would be high. Yeah. Two hours in the books, five o'clock hour coming up. The college football fix is next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios.
1: This is, is Jackson. Super Talk, is Super, is Super, Super talk. Is by your tree professionals at the Royal
7: 24 7 I'm Karen McHugh. Sentencing day on federal hate crime charges for the three white men convicted of chasing and killing Ahmed Arbery, a black man from their Georgia neighborhood in 2020. The father-son duo of Greg and Travis McMichael were both given life sentences.
3: This was a relief. This was
9: the guidelines the family was asking for the DOJ to pursue.
7: Family attorney Lee Merritt. Meanwhile, neighbor William Roddy Bryan was sentenced to 35 years for taking video of the crime. Pop singer Olivia Newton-John has died. She was 73 the australian superstar also made her mark on the big screen
16: most will remember one of her greatest roles as the beloved character sandy in the 1978 movie musical greece tell me about it newton john catapulted into superstardom after co-starring with john travolta
7: fox's laura Ingalls. america is listening to fox news
17: along with takeout call today or stop in experience tico's in the second generation tico's
8: steakhouse east county lime road in ridgeland 601-956-1030
19: smith marine has killer boat deals on sale now featuring crest pontoons and suzuki motors offering thousands of new boats right now along with suzuki specials this is the best time to buy your new or used boat you'll never find a better deal smith marine 149 harbor drive main harbor marina in ridgeland
15: I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During a press conference about Jackson's water crisis, Mayor Shokwe Antar Lumumba addressed a comment that city councilman Kenneth Stokes made about privatizing Jackson's water system, saying it would be a death sentence for the city.
18: Anybody who has any knowledge of what receivership and privatization does to cities, especially cities with the demographics of Jackson, right, know that that is an absolute death sentence to cities. You lose control of the water, you lose control of the city, point blank. I have been speaking to you about a plan in order to take over Jackson's water system. I think that is why we have to communicate clearly Succinctly and honestly to people, so that we're not building a record just to try to take over a water system.
15: While the two may not see eye to eye on privatization, both Lumumba and Stokes have requested for the state to step in financially to fix the city's water
8: system. This is day two of safety digging class. Why call 811? Do you see this picture? Yeah, it's a doghouse. No, it's where my wife and I live because I failed to call 811 hit a gas line, and blew up my house.
0: Ah, one of them tiny, tiny houses. Is it roomy?
8: (laughs) Next question.
12: Hello, Sam here from Mississippi 811. Calling 811 two working days before digging is the law, and it's always the right thing to do.
16: Did you know that Mississippi Industries for the Blind is the mandatory supplier of ratchet straps for the U.S. Postal Service? MIB is also the mandatory supplier to the military for their heavy-duty one-gauge booster cables. Good news. MIB is now offering our ratchet tie-down straps and heavy-duty booster cables to you. These quality-made products are made here in Mississippi by visually impaired and blind Mississippians. You can shop now at msblind.org.
15: The Delta Blues Museum in Clarksdale reopened at 10 this morning with new exhibits. Museum director Shelley Ritter told us what visitors will be able to see.
14: We've identified, uh, for working terms, we call them anchor artists, who really uh, are some of the pioneers of blues music, and so we'll be devoting areas to them.
15: In addition, the museum is also honoring some of the legendary women of blues, like Mamie Smith.
14: It was her recording of crazy blues that sold just a phenomenal uh, amount of 78s and that really sort of woke up the recording industry that there was money to be made in recording blues.
15: It's the first museum in the world that's entirely devoted to blues music. For more Mississippi news, sports, politics, and more, visit us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Caleb Sailors. Being
21: prepared before the storm is the best way to protect your home or business. Making sure your generator is in peak performance and ready for the job will keep you prepared. Taylor's Sudden Service can set up scheduled service calls to keep your generator running at peak performance. Taylor Services all makes and models of generators and helps keep your generator prepared. Prepared for the storm. If you own a generator, call Taylor Sudden Service at 601 922 4444.
16: Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson
1: 97.3. If it's happening in Mississippi sports, you'll hear about it first, right here. Sports Talk, Mississippi.
2: Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. Thank you for being with us. Love to hear from you on the C Spire text line as we roll into the 5 o'clock hour. C Spire has got you covered when it comes to business needs. Meet the authority team for C Spire Business. Gain the IT expertise you need to tackle your toughest challenges and find new opportunities. Visit them online at cespire.com slash business to learn more. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios, Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borkey. Time right now for the college football fix. You know about the Ford Blue Advantage when looking to buy a used Ford. It has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection. A comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford. A Carfax reported even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage used car buying is built for you. Check your local Mississippi Ford dealer for more details. Coaches pull out today. Preseason number one, drum roll, please. Alabama, Ohio State two, Georgia three, Clemson four, Notre Dame five. Clemson feels
4: too high. I imagine that Dabo Sweeney's peers, or are really the SIDs that work for Dabo Sweeney's peers, have great respect for him. But number four. In America, number four seems like who would a would you have? At four, okay. No, uh, who would you have four? Notre Dame. You're convinced Notre Dame's going to be that good. I think there's more known about them. Pretty loaded okay. roster returning. Right. Okay. So Notre Dame five, Michigan six. I would have Baylor much higher than ten. Or lower, depending on, higher. Well,
7: we hadn't gotten to Baylor yet.
4: I know, but I, I'm saying that I would rank it, this season Baylor ahead of Clemson. I think if they played today, Baylor would win the game. So, All right, let's do this. Let's,
2: uh, let's do it in groups of five, one through 25, and then we'll talk about what they screwed up. Top five, Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame. Six through ten, Michigan, Texas A&M. Can you be seventh in the country when you're eight and four? I don't know. Uh, Utah eight that
3: quarterback would start at one game. I don't
2: know. Oklahoma nine Baylor ten. Next group: Oklahoma
4: State, Oregon, NC State, Michigan State, Southern Cal. I feel like Oklahoma is also getting a lot of benefit of the doubt here. Now their roster is probably really good, but this is Brent Venables' first shot at being a head coach. The transition hasn't been perfect for guys. Sometimes even great defensive minds, for example, or offensive minds become a head coach and it just doesn't work for whatever reason. And I know that Jeff Levy was very good at Ole Miss. I know that. And there are people that love him and think he's a rock star. And that's probably Mm -hmm. true. But this is the first time he's been an OC not under Josh Heupel or Lane Kiffin. It is probably a little bit different when you don't have those guys also in the room than when you're by yourself. I'm sure he'll be fine. It may, uh, may end up being great. But it's a little bit different when the training wheels are off, you know what I mean? The training wheels are off now. There's no Hypo, there's no in helping you out. You are on your own now. And to project so highly of Oklahoma when everything is new and different and also first time, I could be a disappointing year for their standards anyway. Could be. Pittsburgh 16, Miami 17, Texas 18, and
2: received a first place vote. Wake Forest 19, Wisconsin 20. Final Pittsburgh five in the... is
3: weird there, right? Pittsburgh is weird there, right? Like because of what they wh- lost. Why? Yeah, I mean they lost. They lost their two best players by far. And their They're offensive the, coordinator you know, with Texas. Yeah, with Texas getting a first place vote. Is probably the difference between them being 18th and being unranked. I mean, that's worth a lot of points in the poll. Yeah. So I, mean, I think if they don't, I have to go do the math, but they would certainly yeah, but no I mean, be it's not be like that. Than 24th, person,
2: 25th. But it's not like that person would have not ranked them if they had not ranked them no, first. But,
3: but if take out that vote and what are they? What would they be ranked? Twenty In this poll. Would they be ranked at all? Maybe,
2: maybe, it just depends. Final five, 21 Kentucky, 22 Cincinnati, 23 Arkansas. Look out, ESPN got a top 25 matchup with Cincinnati and Arkansas on opening weekend. 24 Ole Miss, 25 Houston. Just out of that bottom five, there are a couple of things that stand out. One, Cincinnati, Arkansas is a top twenty-five matchup on the opening weekend. Two, if Kentucky and Ole Miss both start the season four and O, that will be a top fifteen, top twelve matchup in week
4: five in Oxford, if if it happens that way. I feel like that group's got better teams than a couple groups in front of them. I agree with you. I, I mean, I agree with. I you. love Sam Hartman. Love him. But if Wake Forest, and to, to avoid the Homer accusation, if Wake Forest and Arkansas played today, I think Arkansas would win by two touchdowns plus. You believe in Arkansas's defense? More so than Wake Forest. And again, I really like Hartman. I, I, he's yeah. good. I but think but that Wake Forest offense
2: is going to put up big numbers. But again, we looked last week at some of Wake Forest's scores. They didn't stop.
4: Anybody last year. Paul Christ is going to have Wisconsin winning because that's what he does and that's what they do. I I have much more faith in Wisconsin than I do Pittsburgh. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: Agreed. I think if Ole Miss and Pitt lined up in week one, Ole Miss would win by multiple touchdowns too. All right. Uh,
3: It's interesting the uh, the amount of – I don't know if respect is the right word, but maybe credit – that Lane Kiffin has given Ole Miss in two years. This is a team, I mean, you look at what they lost on paper, and they're a preseason top 25 team. That is people telling you, we believe in Lane Kiffin's ability to figure it out and put points on the board, and they'll be fine.
2: Because, can we be honest, A.D., the people that vote in this Mm -hmm. didn't dig in and you go, you know... They're actually going to be pretty darn good right. on defense, and they got a good offensive right. line, and they got a good running game. That's not why they voted right. them twenty-four. They're not doing
3: that kind of research. This isn't the AP. This, this isn't. This is the coaches who are just filling no, out. You're balance.
2: giving the AP way too much credit. Also, if you well, think those guys, but they are doing do follow enough college
3: football. Yeah. They know they follow college football outside of their bubble yeah. a little closer. I, would I don't
2: say. know if I agree with that.
4: I can't wait to see the difference between this one and the AP.
2: I mean, the assistant sports director at the station in Rochester, New York, we thinks following all of college football to make sure that he gets his AP vote right.
3: Eh, it's not Man. TV people voting in the AP.
2: Absolutely is. Is it? It's not Remember, it's it's all writers. No, I no, it was just no. writers. No, 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 no. All right. Now you got to. Um, <laughs> Let's see here. All right, so you think Clemson should not be preseason top five? Uh, no,
4: but
7: th- there's yeah, a that chance that fun. they
4: win. I mean, th- this is I- I'm. That's why a, f- a couple weeks ago when we did the most interesting team, why I'm fascinated in Clemson because this is a real test for Dabo. Had it returns a quarterback that dramatically underperformed last year, lost his stable defensive coordinator. I think the ACC is going to be better than it was last year. Uh, I mean, NC State, who beat Clemson last year, I think is going to be even better than they were a year ago. They are extremely veteran. Miami, I think, is going to be particularly, uh, not great, but like a a thorn in the side. Uh, Pesky, probably, for Miami. Florida State, you would hope, is improved by now, but we'll see. Either way, um, between the ACC being a little bit better and the uncertainty around Clemson, if they roll out another nine and three, people are going to start questioning Dabo. Is that fair? Maybe not, but they're going to. Yeah. Uh Southern Cal should not be preseason number fifteen. Agree. They
2: went four and eight last year. They didn't go ten and two like Ole Miss did and lose a bunch. They were terrible last year. And then they added a bunch of pieces in the transfer portal and got a really sexy high profile coach. I don't know that that makes you the 15th best team in the country going into a new season, but so be it. I got no problem with Baylor at 10. I agree, Borky. I think that's probably a little low based on what we saw at the end of last year from them and with all the pieces
4: they've got coming back. Would they be your favorite to win the league if you had a choice? In the Big 12? In the Big 12 preseason.
2: (laughs) Probably. Based, Based on... On what I saw at the end of the year. And I know they lost some guys to the NFL off that, that team from a season ago, but, man, I'm, I'm buying Dave Aranda. I'm buying a lot of Dave Aranda stock. I'm not sure it's the flashiest stock out there, but I think it's going to be steady. And they're pretty talented, and they're disciplined, and they play hard, and they play well. It's a good scheme. They're good. Sports
5: Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Well, construction has uh, traffic backed up once again, 475 southbound at 468, and of course 468 there at Greenfield. Back at the stack looking at delays westbound on 20 at Gallatin and some minor delays from 55 south over to uh, 20 eastbound to 49. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units
9: with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glykstead or online at binnelson.com.
16: Hi, I'm Robbie Kemp with Energy. Extreme temperatures and price increases nationwide have made this summer hard on everyone. Energy is here to make things easier for those in need. Our shareholders and employees have donated millions of dollars to bill payment assistance for customers in our four-state service territory. We've invested in a stronger, cleaner power grid. We're also investing in you. Learn more at Entrygy.com slash answers.
12: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
3: Hi, my name is Jason Marta, and I'm a realtor at Four Corner Properties. We specialize in recreational, agricultural, hunting, and timberland, as well as 1031 exchanges, investment properties, commercial and residential homes. Right now, one of the top investments is real estate. So give me a call today, and I will help you find that perfect piece of property or your next dream home at 769-666-9815 or 601-952-2828 and ask for Jason.
12: Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben
19: Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
1: Mississippi. Your all access pass to all things sports in Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On the Super Talk app, your local Super Talk Station and at Supertalk.fm
2: right back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at Supertalk.fm and Super Talk TV. All guests appear on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Not exactly the Farm Bureau phone line, but kind of. You get the idea. We're going to hear from Lane Kiffin and from Mike Leach post-practice over the weekend. We'll start with the head coach, the Rebels, Lane Kiffin.
24: All right, so I haven't had you guys for a few days. Um, you know, guys are working hard out there. It was good that it was hotter today than it had been. Um, to push them, get them uncomfortable. So, um, a lot of new guys, as you guys know. So, a lot of work to do with them. Same story, you know, on and off the field. I think our coaches have done a good job so far. There's a lot of meshing together there as well with half the staff being new and a new strength coach. So, it's great to have a training camp. You know, sometimes you got so many returning pieces, it's not as important. And you're more managing just to stay healthy. This would not be the case.
23: I
11: hate to ask, but we
23: haven't
13: talked to him. yeah. Okay. Uh, and Kincaid in as well. If you could throw him in there.
24: Yeah. So, you know, all the guys are getting a lot of plays. We run two fields, as you guys know. So, um, both fields are really important, especially in the fall, because you got better numbers. So, you got some good players down there. Um, on the other field to throw to and to look at. So, you know, I think, I know it just sounds company line, but all three have done some good things and and have done some bad things. Thought we were more accurate today. Not been accurate middle of the deep throws. And that was the emphasis of the day. And they responded with that instead instead of overthrowing these long foul balls.
17: We talked to Zach Evans and Ulysses Bentley yesterday, and they brought up Kinshawn Judkins as somebody who's improved a lot and has really stood out to them. Uh, Do you see him as being a legitimate part of this running back room rotation this year?
24: I do. You know, I kind of look at things from personnel standpoint. You know, when I go out there, you know, kind of general managerish and where guys instead of just coach where they're at now, where they're going to be. And you know, we have a few guys that have come in here that. I say look like you're supposed to, you know, at an elite program, and he would be um, one of those. So he looks as good as any high school player we've signed from a physical standpoint. Now, you got to do a lot to be able to play and put that all together, but, um, you know, a lot of our guys that kind of get off the bus looking really good are Portals. I'm not saying they're not good players. I'm just saying that our kind of best height-speed ratio, when, you, when you're out there looking, kind of the wow factor, He's one of our high school guys who has that already.
22: Uh, uh, of the new guys, Malik, he's kind of the newest of the new, getting him kind of mid-summer. Just, I know it's been a week, but what have you seen from him and kind of expect to add to that receiver room?
24: Well, I was told on my walk up here to Juice just tweeted something during practice about Malik. So we've reprimanded Juice, as you'll see on Twitter walking up here. You know, we don't give bulletin board material. So Malik struggled early, kind of was down on all fours, and... You know we don't do that here, and you know you got to get up and keep going. So I think Juice kind of took a shot at him on Twitter about how he's been trained. So we had to teach Juice we don't give bulletin board material around here, and ain't like Juice has won a lot of games himself. So I'm not really sure why he's doing that. So um, Malik has had an adjustment period, but has really flashed and made some really special plays. Actually came back after. That period and um, scored a touchdown, long touchdown, on the last play, um, you know, of the day. So, got a very high ceiling. A lot of work to do still. I Noticed on
1: both sides of the ball, it's like you're kind of experimenting with players in different spots. Is that to
24: try to find the best eleven, or is that and or to develop some depth in the event of injuries and that kind of thing? <clears throat> That's both. Um, again, even though we have similar schemes to last year, very similar, uh, we have new coordinators, a lot of new position coaches, and a lot of new moving parts coming in. So, you know, you've heard us say it about, you know, thinking outside the box, creating a new box, and we try to do the same thing with personnel and not just say, okay, here's our scheme, you got to fit into these spots. We try to figure out where are our best players, and then we'll stay in here all night figuring out schemes around that. So that takes some time.
4: Seems like some of those second year DBs, Breedlove and Brown and Washington, are getting a little more looks this fall. Just kind of how have you seen them improve from year one to year two to help you guys out?
24: Yeah, that's usually the biggest jump, year one to year two, and um, those DBs have looked really good. You know, I think we kind of are caught up in a world of everybody's supposed to play right away, and if you don't, you leave. and. Um, so those guys, I'm sure, didn't play as much as they wanted to last year, and you know have responded, looked really well, and be significant players.
2: Lane Kiffin, I mean, you couldn't help but laugh at the uh, after his his opening statement at the beginning. They they handed the microphone, I think it was to David Johnson, and he he, he prefaced his quarterback or his question by saying, "I hate to ask," and Lane Kiffin cuts him off. And he goes, "Quarterbacks, well side eye." Yeah.
3: I got a kick out of, uh, he uh, he says something about the dog giving bulletin board material. And then Malik Heath went to the podium and gave bulletin board material. So I thought that was
2: funny. So, so what about that? Some of Malik Heath's comments, uh, it, isn't it kind of how you want to receive those?
3: Well, the, the comment about the cowbells—I mean, take it or leave it. If you don't like the cowbells, it's fine. You're an Ole Miss now; you shouldn't be professing a love for cowbells. I get that.
2: Who's asking? But when you talk about, about cowbells. the cowbells, what are we doing?
3: Um, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't have any control over the beat up there. I can't. No,
2: I can't no. Remember. I have. I. I, but, I haven't heard but, the Q and A. But what a dumb yeah. question. The,
3: the, the comment about the comment about, and I, and I don't know that he was asked about that. He might. No one, Malik. He might have just gone off on a tangent. Um. But to say that like the coaches at Mississippi State didn't push you every day like like the like like come on. Mississippi State plays an offense that wide receivers love to play in because they're gonna get the ball. You got beat out by a freshman by the end of the season, man. Just just own it and, yeah. and move on.
2: There is some different route structure.
3: Isn't oh yeah, there? for sure. Yeah, I mean every everybody's offense is different. Nobody. This isn't 1965 where everybody runs. You talked about the route tree the other day. Yeah. It's different for everybody. But the idea that Steve Spurrier Jr. and you know Dave Nickel, God rest his soul, weren't pushing the players every day is is kind of silly.
2: Yeah. No, I I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I think they work players hard everywhere. Yeah. Um. It is possible that different receivers either like different styles of offense or their skill set is better suited for different styles of offense. And, you know.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just look at the air rate and I'm thinking, everybody has an opportunity to catch 30, 40, 50 passes. If, especially if you're a starter, you have opportunity to catch 60-plus every year yeah. in that offense. So, you know, the opportunities are certainly there from Malik. Oh, in his three years of Mississippi State. Four years of Mississippi State, now that I think about it.
18: Yeah.
2: And I actually think it's kind of a fascinating story to watch, right? Because if you look at his numbers and his time at Mississippi State, you would look at them and go, eh, probably underperformed a little bit. And will that be the case mm-hmm. this year? Or will the change of scenery be good for him in terms of production yeah. on the field? And you know what's That's how I'll we're going to know? We're just going to wait. <laughs> Only yeah. time will tell on that.
3: We'll, we'll, I will we'll, tell you for sure in November one way or the other.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mike Leach, we'll, uh, we'll hear from him coming up after the break. Anything else that Lane said stand out for you?
4: Now, the linebacker stuff is fascinating. It's the most interesting part of, about this defense. Is it, When you look at their secondary and players that quote-unquote play secondary, there's not enough snaps to go around. So it certainly sounds like, it, and they're not going to get into specifics because why would they? You don't want to give Troy any ammo. I say that sarcastically, but they don't want to. You have a situation that's budding where you're going to have players that have an S next to their name that are going to be playing linebacker because you've got a 6'2", 225-pound guy that plays better downhill against the run anyway, that might play some linebacker, or I don't know. It, there are so many proven bodies in the back end of that defense that they're going to get creative to get as many on the field as possible, and it's not going to look like it did last year, where it was just three, two, six. You can run on us all day long because we don't have anybody else to play these positions. That's not the case for them this year. I don't believe, and I don't think they believe that either. It's going to look different, and that's exciting because last year's defense, while it played well at the end of last year, of course, it was kind of, kind of boring almost. Not very many different looks from that defense in the last half of the year, and it worked. But it's a little bit more multiple. It gives us something to think about.
2: Uh, oh, guys, thank you. I really enjoy hearing from the coaches. You're welcome, and we will try to bring as much of that as we can to you throughout the course of camp, leading up to the uh, the start of the season. Uh, guys, I wasn't able to hear the part about Juice not winning too many games. What was that? If you don't mind, uh, Lane Kiffin making jokes about his dog. Those may get old before long. Pretty,
8: pretty simple. Yeah. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 73. Your Tuesday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny conditions, high near 90 degrees. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely partly sunny, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
9: At Car Care Clinic, we make things easy and convenient for your busy schedule. We're your locally owned and operated, AAA-recommended repair shop. Proud to be serving the Jackson Metro. Car Care Clinic is an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASC-certified mechanics. So you know you're always getting the best service your car needs for brakes, alignments, check engine light diagnostics, tune-ups, tires, and more. Plus, you can stay in your vehicle during your 28-point full-service oil change. With 45 years of great service and results, Car Care Clinic is a business you can trust. Visit any of our convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Women get a 10% discount every Wednesday, and military seniors and all first responders get a discount every Thursday. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule.
7: Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile.
20: ready greater jackson area the big one the great southern gun and knife show is coming for two big days only at the trademark building on the fairgrounds show hours are saturday nine to five sunday ten till five hundreds of dealers tables available full of guns knives ammunition holsters gun books camouflage jewelry and related items hunters and collectors this big show's for you buy sell trade or just spend the day browsing ladies are especially welcome admission just nine dollars for adults two dollars for kids ages six to eleven sorry no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent got any guns to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off 555 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't, don't miss, miss it it's
16: you're listening to super talk mississippi the home of all sports brought to you in part by Albert jewelers diamonds watches specialty gifts and more your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920 visit all britain's jewelry in their new location on old canton
14: road behind highland village
19: family termite is a proud vip sponsor of the handyman show on super talk mississippi whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran mississippi's handyman buddy slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each saturday
15: from 10 till noon I'm Caleb Saylors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During a press conference about Jackson's water crisis, Mayor Shokwe Antar Lumumba addressed a comment that City Councilman Kenneth Stokes made about privatizing Jackson's water system, saying it would be a death sentence for the city.
18: Anybody who has any knowledge of what receivership and privatization does to cities, especially cities with the demographics of Jackson, right, know that that is an absolute death sentence to cities. You lose control of the water, you lose control of the city, point blank. I have been speaking to you about a plan in order to take over Jackson's water system. I think that is why we have to communicate clearly, succinctly, and honestly to people so that we're not building a record just to try to take over a water system.
15: While the two may not see eye to eye on privatization, both Lumumba and Stokes have requested for the state to step in financially to fix the city's
12: water system.
23: here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a super phone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Whether you're a Rebel, a Bulldog, a Golden
1: Eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, the Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: With you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Missed Opportunity by Michael Borghi. Great song. Great song. I argue the best opening lyrics in all of music. But uh, not playing Mississippi Queen there was probably a mistake. All guests appear on the Farm Bureau (laughs) phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Here is Mississippi State head football coach after practice this weekend, Mike Leach.
13: Will Rogers had the third most prolific passing season in the Southeastern Conference last year, but it seems like he's not getting any preseason.
4: Wait, scratch that. i got to start it over. Sorry, I was testing it for audio and uh, was playing basically the end. So, my bad. My bad. Give me one second, and we'll uh, actually start it from the beginning this time. Do we need to tap had dance? No, no, we're good. We're good. We're good now. had, had, had Kip he ready is. is. To
11: go, but it's fine. Catches there. What have you kind of seen from him? Maybe this off season that is kind of springing him to, to maybe have some you know freshman reps there.
6: He's been really explosive uh, in the off season and uh, and has done a lot of really good things and. Uh, I think, yeah, we are going to have to check him out and see if he's ready to play. I mean, got to give him a little time in order to, you know, learn things, get comfortable. But, no, he's explosive and does a lot of good things.
9: When you don't have pads on, what are you looking for from your offensive linemen,
18: specifically left
6: tackle? Effort and see if they're mirroring and covering their guys, you know. And sometimes we did, sometimes we didn't. There will be times, especially in the run game, where it's distorted because, nobody has pads and they pull up and occasionally somebody whether it's offense or defense pulls up less than the other guy so it gets kind of distorted uh the run game's the toughest part
13: coach montez sweat wore mississippi state pullover yesterday during his media opportunity i noticed you guys are sending out those boxes how important is it to kind of stay plugged in with the former players
6: I've always thought it was really important. As a matter of fact, we've done that. Uh, we did it at Washington State. We did it at Tech, and mm-hmm. and then I was glad to see that uh, they put it together and did it here. Because um, no, I think it's really important. I mean, that's uh, the best advertising you get, and plus it's on a national scale. Coach, obviously uh, a big hole with Charles Cross gone and left tackle. Just so far, what you've been able to see from Dollar Bill this whole season uh, Doing some good things. I'd- Dollar, I think, has taken a step to the positive. He has to keep uh, rolling, keep improving, but uh, I think overall we have a chance to have uh, more depth, uh, even though maybe not one guy quite uh, to Charles's caliber yet.
9: With Dollar Bill's step, what's different about
6: him? Well, he's just sort of put it all together. He's gotten his body better. He's lost weight. He's tightened it up. He's, uh, and then it's you know, it really kind of clicks for him. He's more consistent. What's been
11: the? Uh, and Apologies, if this has already been asked. But what's like kind of been the biggest thing that you've seen from from Sawyer kind of today in the last couple of weeks that that takes a step forward?
6: I thought I thought his his, his uh, Pascal was only so so. I thought his team he did a good job in team, and, uh, and you know, and curiously he uh, he plays team better than skill. Usually it's the other way around, um, but uh, he had a good team period today. I thought. I know you always said that there's always
11: a competition and for all those positions, but I mean, how much of a competition do you envision,
6: and how much do you see
11: there right now between Will and Sawyer? Uh,
6: it's difficult to say. we got to watch it on film. I mean, some of the physical things Sawyer can do are impressive, and then, you know, we got to see how it all links together, you know, to be kind of a day-to-day thing. Obviously, it's been a a while since Jordan Davis has been on the field for you guys. What do you see from him that that maybe shows that he can make a a pretty immediate impact upon returning this year? He's good. He's explosive. You know, he's got, uh, uh, you know, long limbs, and uh, he's a tough guy to stop. You know, he's always had uh, really good effort out there and still does, and uh, a guy that's been through a lot of adversity. And uh, so, you know, he's used to battling against things, and you can tell.
11: What
18: have you thought of newcomers in the secondary,
6: like Jackie Matthews? Uh, some good stuff. He's here in the spring. He's really fast. You know, that's one thing that he is. Uh, uh, he he is an inordinately fast guy. So he's, uh, you know, I mean, he has to keep improving. Sometimes he's fast in the wrong direction, but uh, uh, now I think he's getting better. How much? Go ahead,
11: David. When you're setting up a practice plan in preseason, how much of it depends on the experience of the team, the age of the team, the the personnel you have, as far as scripting the types of practices you can do this first week or so? Well,
6: a lot of it. The format's the same. Um, The general plays are the same, but it's how far you can go with uh, technique, and then you try to limit what you do scheme-wise because – You know, none of it's any good if
11: you can't execute it. You have so many guys back this year, and I know you're you're going to year three here, and you have so many of those guys that were there from from that first year. I mean, how (coughs) much does that kind of impact morale, the fact that you have all these talented guys and all this experience here in, in fall camp?
6: I think it helps. It feels like we have a stronger lock room than we've had. The players that were at SEC Media days talked a lot about kind of the the momentum that that this program has with
11: with the jump and wins, particularly last season. But after dropping the last two, how do you feel you guys as a staff were kind of able to to maintain that momentum and not have a a dry spell maybe toward the end of the year that the carry over?
6: Well, I think a number of things. One is get older. Uh, Two is COVID was kind of a big obstacle, especially the bowl game. You know, we were down 18 guys, and then, you know, in some cases, there were imbalances as far as how many scholarships one team to the next ad. And we were on the low end. You know, we had 78.
11: mentioned uh, Jordan being back and all the adversity he faced, but Jordan Davis, the football player, you, you were talking about how, how good he's looked. How much of a security blanket kind of is that for you to know that you're not just getting him back, but someone playing at a high level that
6: you've seen? Well, we have more D-line play, uh, playing now than we did in spring. So that's good. I mean, it, uh, you know, just the force and push-up field is uh, uh, a lot more consistent. More guys doing it. I know we'll know more over the long haul, but as far as condition of the team coming out of uh, summer workouts, how did you feel they really came back? Business? seems good. seems like we're in better shape than we've been
11: in the last two years. What have you seen from the secondary guys, you know, replacing a guy like Martin who third rounder <clears throat> going to contribute for the Browns, very talented guy. What, what have you seen from those guys in the secondary? What's
6: your confidence level in that group? I think they've improved. They're a work in progress, but they've improved. Talking about the defense, There's more clarity to what they do.
11: Do you do you think that that's like?
6: Are you confident
11: in that group to be able to fill the void of his production?
6: Uh, collectively, yeah. I mean, it's not one guy does anything. I mean, uh, collectively, I mean, it's about the whole unit. And then, uh, you know, uh, you know, all these guys that nobody's ever heard of. I mean, of the previous guys everybody references nobody heard of them at one time.
13: Coach I Will Rogers had the third most prolific passing season in the Southeastern Conference last year, but it seems like he's not getting any preseason respect. What are your thoughts on all that? What does he need to do to get Uh,
6: some respect? He'll probably do better this year.
11: We need to just do better, you know. How do you compare you guys coming into this year in terms of your confidence in this team heading into a a fall camp compared to your other two years? Would
6: you say this is the most confident you've been in this group? Well, we're more familiar with one another. There's more guys that have played together.
2: The confidence... Mike Leach lost a little bit of interest in having conversations with the media as that press conference continued to go. The longer it went, the shorter his answers got. He
3: was, he was worried about falling off the wing of that
2: plane. Although it was far
3: better than it has been in the past. It was better. It was better. They're on the wing now. They're not right by the engine.
4: Why aren't those done inside? I, I don't know. I don't know. Get him coming off the field.
2: I will say that I have
4: learned. You L- let
3: Leach get to the office. He's he's out. He's he's watching Yellowstone. You don't know what's going on.
2: So, in my dealings with Lane Kiffin, pregame interviews, postgame interviews, SEC media days, when I talk to him, he's really good for about three minutes. Ask him a question. Pretty insightful answer. Couple more questions. Pretty insightful answer. Uses a lot of words. After about three minutes, his answers get pretty short, and I, I can see he kind of starts staring off in the distance. And that's my cue. Okay, probably probably wrap it up. Not going to get anything else. No awareness of that with uh, with Mike Leach.
4: Yeah, yeah, I mean, on his face and in the answer when he was asked about uh, Will Rogers getting respect, I swear in his head he was like, "Are we still doing this?" Like, can I go?
3: So, just for the record, that first question where he talks about somebody being explosive, that's Xavion Thomas he's talking about. And if you listen to Mike Leach, that's a lot of praise for a freshman from Mike Leach, to, to use the words that he did there. And it cut off right before the question started, or, or before the, the audio started, but he's talking about the, the freshman Xavion Thomas there. Yeah. That, that's, that's the most effusive praise I've heard him give a freshman since he's
4: been here. Yeah.
2: So uh, that was Mike Leach. That was after. Was that after yesterday or Saturday's press? Friday, that's okay, was that for Friday. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we'll be hearing from Mike Leach in the days to come. Although my guess is that his answers,
18: when Let we see. hear from
2: again, will be comparable to the answers that we just heard from him. And frankly, that's going to be similar with Lane Kiffin. He's going to continue answering questions because it's like my turn for a cliche. It's like Groundhog Day for these guys. They're doing the same thing over and over, and then they're getting asked the same questions over and over, and
4: they don't want to reveal anything. And it requires a little bit of creativity. Maybe that, that message can get relayed to the askers. Think a little
2: Maybe. bit. We just need Brian Haydad to ask all the questions.
3: Wouldn't hurt. Next time we'll hear from Leach is uh,
2: Wednesday after practice. So Wednesday, so we'll have that for you probably on Thursday. Sports Talk Mississippi, we will wrap up the Monday edition of this radio program right after this.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601 605 4443 for all of your glass needs. Got a wreck on 20 westbound just past Gallatin, has traffic backed up to Highway 49. South on 55 checks up just past the Pearl River. Still have delays 475 southbound at 468 and typical congestion in Brandon at College Street and Government. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601 353 5217.
0: Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit
10: SeabrookPaints.com. Under 35 and already losing your hair? Come on, guys. You know, looking 10 years older is not a plus for your career or your social life. But you have a choice that your dad didn't have. You can choose to keep your hair. I'm Dr. Michael Konoska at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office medical treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com.
11: Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Safety Administration are working together with one common goal to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe.
12: I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission.
23: Every day I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal.
22: Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you: allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi.
19: Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth,
1: and guarantees. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original, Cajun and garlic and green onion sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember,
0: picky people pick Polk's. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world agriculture and so much more we're what's best for all mississippi the mississippi farm bureau federation 100 years of faith family and farm bureau become a member today at msfb.org where mississippi comes to talk middays with
1: gerard gibbert weekdays here on super talk mississippi it's time for more Sports Talk Mississippi. Finally. Finally! On Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
18: Perhaps the
2: intro music would think uh, make you think that we're about to talk about Wisconsin. That would be an incorrect assumption.
12: Jump summer. around
2: and Camp Randall and all of those things. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borkey, one last time on this Monday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk brought to you in part every day by Genteel Apparel. You can find them online at genteelapparel.com. Whether you're looking for golf shirts, pullovers, shorts, pants, outerwear, Swimwear, they've got it all, and they've got the collegiate collection as well. Great-looking old Miss and Mississippi State gear available online at genteelapparel.com. Genteel is the official apparel provider of Sports Talk Mississippi. Let's knock out a team on the countdown. No, uh, 100 teams. What? Say No no
3: oversized sleeve logos on those shirts.
2: No oversized sleeve logos on those shirts. That's that a big selling point. That's a true statement. 100 teams in 100 days.
16: This day is bananas. E-A-N-A-N-A-S.
20: This day is bananas.
0: 100 teams in 100 days. Okay, ready? 3, 2, 1, go! It's the final
2: countdown! Team number 28 on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days, the NC State Wolfpack. Almost Ole miss head coach Dave Doran leads the Wolfpack into his tenth season as the head coach in Raleigh. Nine and three last year for NC State. A tricky game to start the year for the Wolfpack. NC State has lost three of the last four in Greenville, North Carolina. That's where they will open the season on the road at what is likely to be a rowdy doughty, Fickle Stadium. Dowdy Fickle or Dowdy Ficklin? Ficklin. Ficklin, Thank you. I believe. At East Carolina on September 3rd. Then they've got a uh, stretch of games that should be manageable, Charleston Southern, Texas Tech, and UConn, before jumping into ACC play. They will start conference play on the road at Clemson on October 1st. That could be a really, really big game in the ACC this year. Then it's Florida State and a road trip to Syracuse before an open date. They close it out with five in a row against Virginia Tech on Thursday night. Wake Forest, Boston College, all three of those at home, and then back-to-back road games to close out the regular season at Louisville, at North Carolina. Those could be two big games at the end of the year as well. So there certainly is a path to being 4-0 going into their game against Clemson on October 1st. But at East Carolina is not just a forget about it slam dunk, and Texas Tech is not just a forget about it slam dunk on September seventeenth.
3: I watched a, uh, a video today where somebody was talking about that East Carolina North Carolina State game as a as a potential uh, upset to watch in college football this year. Yeah.
2: Devin Leary, back as the quarterback, completed 66% of his passes last year, 35 touchdowns and just five interceptions. And Devin Leary is a throw-first quarterback. In fact, almost an exclusive thrower. Uh, he actually had minus 75 yards net rushing last year. Um, He's 3, pushing 400... Will Rogers. Say what?
3: He's pushing Will Rogers there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top two rushers are gone from a season ago, Zonovan Knight and Ricky Person both moving on. So they're going to look different in the backfield. And obviously they are different on the offensive line after losing a top five pick on the offensive line. Probably a good NC State team. Will it be a great NC State team? I don't know. I do know they got a bunch of pieces coming back on the defensive side, including Drake Thomas, who had 100 tackles a year ago, seven and a half tackles for loss, six sacks. So they're going to be a little salty on that defensive side. NC State, is this a team that is interesting to you guys this year?
3: Yeah, I think so. They're they're a team that can play spoiler uh, in the ACC, I think. They're a team that, you know, Clemson and Miami have to, to be concerned about. I think yeah. I think that they have enough talent and Doran's a good coach, you know, ever since he got, you know, fired from Ole Miss for after that 10, 15 minute tenure. And uh yeah, he just he's, didn't get called back. Yeah, yeah, you know, it happens. So yeah, uh, I think I think they're a team that eight nine wins, very possible.
2: The three losses last year at Mississippi State in week two, they lost that one twenty four to ten, were able to do nothing offensively in that game. They lost 31-30 nah, at Miami. And they lost 45-42 at Wake Forest. So they had two ACC losses by a combined four points. And then they had a two-touchdown loss to Mississippi State. Their game with UCLA in the Holiday Bowl was canceled. The vid got that one. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. NC State, team number 28 on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Just after 3 o'clock, for Brian Haydad and Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Good night.